This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Bears in retreat on Wall Street. The Dow soared 400 points shortly after the open. The S&P went up 44. Will there be more hype to this bounce? Analyst Michael Farr. That's a pretty good sign technically and typically bodes of a short term, at least a relief rally, if not a complete turnaround. This one feels more like a relief rally. President Biden touring Asia has suggested the U.S. will fight to defend the island of Taiwan from any attack by mainland China, raising eyebrows on his Tokyo stopover and hackles in Beijing. CBS's Nancy Cordes is traveling with the president. For years, the U.S. has had a policy of so-called strategic ambiguity when it comes to Taiwan, a self-governed island that China considers its territory. A top Chinese spokesman fired back at Mr. Biden. Taiwan is purely China's internal affair, he said. We won't stand for any foreign interference. The White House sought to soften the president's stance, claiming our policy has not changed, and that Mr. Biden simply committed to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. More monkeypox cases expected on both sides of the Atlantic. British health officials are telling anyone exposed to self-isolate for 21 days. Kieran Joshi of the Cook County Public health department in chicago says what to watch out for like symptoms so maybe a fever uh, body aches uh, perhaps some upper respiratory stuff uh, and then there's a rash mm, so far all the cases seem to involve the milder west african strain of the virus another independent report yields more claims of church abuse and resulting cover-ups this time involving the southern baptist convention the report says the sbc used its system of granting churches autonomy to deflect accountability for local offenders but allegations of abuse go up to the very top including a sexual assault claim against former sbc president johnny hunt which he denied in a Facebook post Sunday night. CBS's Nikki Batiste reporting. The first emergency shipment of specialist baby formula from Europe's arrived in the U.S. CBS's Christina Ruffini is at the White House. The president tweeted that a second shipment of formula is on its way to Pennsylvania in the next couple days and will then be distributed throughout the country. But the White House is facing criticism that it didn't act fast enough. From Ukraine to the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing delegates remotely, calling for maximum sanctions against Russia, appealing for more weapons. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com credit. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Country Stars at Home, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's the secret to Reba McIntyre's success? If you ask her, it has a lot to do with her support team at home and on the road. I got lots of help. I've got crew members that have been with me since the middle 80s. I mean, I'm, I love my team. They're my family. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. We're in for a treat for the beginning of this week with low humidity and comfortable afternoon highs. Becoming mostly sunny today, cooler, less humid, highs in the mid-70s. Tonight, becoming mostly cloudy with a brief shower overnight, right around 3 a.m., uh, close to it, you can expect a brief shower to move through the state. Overnight low 54. Tomorrow, a cloudy start, otherwise a mixture of sun and clouds. Highs in the low 70s. Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy. Temperatures in the low 70s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. 64 in Norwich, 66 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. In the wake of the racism-fueled massacre in Buffalo, you can stand against racism at a vigil in uh, Norwich today. The event will run from 5 to 6 this afternoon at the Public Art for Racial Justice Education Mural on uh, the Market Street parking garage. There will be songs, prayers, and poems. Governor Ned Lamont will be at Sikorsky Aircraft in Stratford today to sign a bill that will keep the company in Connecticut for many years to come. The bill passed by the legislature provides Sikorsky with $75 million in state tax breaks and incentives, and in exchange, Sikorsky pledges to keep at least 7,000 jobs in Connecticut and to keep its company headquarters in the state until at least 2042. The deal is contingent on Sikorsky landing some key contracts in its bidding with the military. And Connecticut College's 104th commencement was held yesterday. 422 graduates receiving their degrees in New London. Emma Gould of Williamsburg, Massachusetts was selected as the senior class speaker. Mostly sunny, less humid today. High of 76, just really nice. It's 64 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Come they don't say that in the Weather Channel. It's really nice. We have really nice weather. They never say they don't that. Say that? No. Why they say that? That's why we're a number one local connection. We talk like regular people. Yeah. It's really nice. It's nice out mumbo there. jumbo. Yeah. There you go. They walk outside and say, "Look, there's the sun." You got it. It's an easy job, isn't it? Weather Channel people. I don't know. Depends. Depends. I think forecasting weather here is really hard because of the different stuff you got to deal with the yeah, water, and then you got the hills up in Litchfield. And it's just kind of there. You go. There you go. So we went to the Red Sox game yesterday. Oh, you did. Mm. Did you stay for the big homer? No. You missed the grand slam game winning hit. Oh, I'm telling Come you, it's so frustrating. Stu. Yeah. Come on. I know. That's I know. So Isn't that horrible. So it's the eighth inning. The Red Sox are leading three to two going into the ninth. He said, "Well, let's let's beat the traffic." They're leading no. three, three to two. Looks like um, close a game. I know, I know, I know, uh. I know. So we're walking out, and we see that um, the Red Sox blow the lead, and it's three to three. Of course. And they are didn't thinking about going back in. What are you doing? Well, we were walking out. We were outside already, you know, and. Then we heard that they were losing four to three or something like that. Oh yeah, here we go again. Yeah, that's we it. Go. I'm done the with them. I'm never gonna watch them. Never gonna. That's <laughs> Jeez, it. Come on. No more. No more. So we went out. To, we met my sister in Boston, and we went out and I had lunch and uh, or dinner, oh, whatever nice. you want. And then um, boom, we hear that they won at eight to four. Yeah. With a grand slam, which probably was the most exciting moment of the year. Of the year, no doubt. And there were two outs, and a guy who hasn't had a home run all year, Frenchie, hits a grand slam home run. Yep. 
We missed it. Frenchie Cordero. Frenchie Cordero, who's been back and forth from the minors for the last two years, and is coming into his own this year, and boom, they win it 8-4. to four. And you walked out. You I'll walked never out. Never do that. No, I'll never do that again. I missed I basically uh, promised myself not to do that after I missed a 100-yard interception return for a touchdown in a football game that was really close. And I said, I'm never leaving another game ever mm. again early. You know, but usually when it's like 8-1, to one, you want to get out well, early. Maybe that case. But yeah, but is that close? Yeah. Come on. Is that the, so who would have thought a game going into the ninth was 3-2 uh, to two, and it ends up 8-4? to four. Yeah, you don't expect that, don't but expect it's that, sports, right? man. Anything can happen. I mean, the Sox had a chance to win it in the uh, – it was tied 3-3. Three to three. They had a chance to win it in the ninth. Of course, they didn't do that. So, uh, anyway, it was a decent crowd. It was nice. Very warm in Boston. It was about 10 degrees warmer than around here. Yeah. And uh, no one wore – I didn't see anybody wearing a mask. No masks. That's outside. Except the umpire. He was wearing a mask. <laughs> Yeah, it's good that they do. But it's it's interesting. Eh? People have just said, eh, <laughs> the heck with it. People that are, were cooking weren't wearing a mask. They wore gloves, but they weren't wearing masks. And uh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, gloves are required in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Although, so. uh, I guess on Friday, Ledge Light came out with the, we're back in the high-risk zone or something, so we mm-hmm. might need to put masks on indoors again. Yeah, uh, I, I never leave, I, I don't leave home without the mask. I've got a mask in my pocket, which is not going to do me any good. No, it doesn't help in the pocket. No, it just, like, your leg pocket. won't get COVID, maybe. Yeah, my leg will be all right. <laughs> so, um, that's it. So frustrating. We're not leaving any more ball games early. North Korea, by the way, is having a tremendous amount of COVID now. Tremendous. Who is? North Korea. <laughs> Just started. They're two years behind. Yeah. No, it really is. So maybe it'll stop Kim Jong-un from sending rockets for a little while, huh? Yeah, maybe. Oh, there I go. I'm going to work myself up. By sending COVID in the rockets. Yeah, if he could do that, he would. I heard some, you know, when it comes to uh, fentanyl, I've heard some really terrible things that it's getting on the streets and people are buying it. They think it's Xanax, which is a oh, drug, really? a, a relaxer drug if you're feeling depressed and stuff like that. Yeah, don't buy that on the street. Yeah, you don't buy that on the street. And it's, um, you can die instantly if you oh, take yeah. that. Fentanyl's bad news, They're man. putting fentanyl in there. And a lot of it's coming from our friends in China. Yep, that is true. So uh, there you go. Now that I've got myself really down, <laughs> I know. Thanks for that. I was like, I'm I know. I'm just feeling really good at the beginning. I'm, I'm not going to listen to me anymore. That's it. COVID's getting worse, and we're all dying of fentanyl poisoning. That's and then there's monkey pants or whatever the new thing oh, is. Oh yeah, monkey pox. Mon- but don't get alarmed with monkey pox. It's very hard to catch it from somebody. They do have some medication for it. I thought I heard on the uh, CBS News earlier today there is a vaccine for it. So. And there is a vaccine for it. So, um, so that's good. I think they probably said that about they said that about COVID too when it came out. Oh, you can't get it from one person to another. Believe it or not, they said that. Did they from say that the World Health Organization, WHO. Yep, that was a little premature. Yeah, well, they were working <laughs> with China. 
Oh, okay. And yeah. you don't need, need to wear a mask, and, you know, okay. But monkeypox, yeah. I think there are three cases in the country. And they're going to be okay, the people that got it. So. Yeah, it was in Massachusetts. So we don't have to get crazy about it yet. Yeah. But it can't hurt to wear a mask. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't either. I'm so tired of those. Famous last words. Well, all right. You have a wonderful day. You going to play any golf today? I think I will, yeah. yeah. I think I'll go out today. Where are you playing today? I think I'll go to Old Saybrook and play today. Well, yeah, I Finland. know you hit them all. You know, I, I, I have to be honest with you. I've been hesitant to uh, have you play golf uh, with me because um, I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed about what? My golf playing. Oh, I'm not that good either, and oh, come on. I'm not a golf snob, so I, you're not going to bother me with however you play. Yeah, but if you start counting divots when I hit the ball, <laughs> I'm going to be mad. I don't do that. I don't. And you're not going to laugh. Just your company is all I need, Stu. Just okay. you and me, and the company. Company will be with you a long time because yes. I go into the woods a lot. <laughs> I'll go to the woods with you. I'll find your ball. Strange things happen to me on the golf course. Like you know, what? You know, I hit the, I hit the backwards I, once. I well, I hit a backwards, which yeah. went pretty good. I actually went on the green behind me. <laughs> so, But when you hit hit the ball and the, the head comes off your club, that's weird. With the, uh, did that happen to me? last? Or was it last summer or two summers ago? Yeah. Yeah, I snap-hooked a drive in my driver head went into the woods and those things are <laughs> those like, things are oh. expensive i was not having a good day my golf cart fell apart my mm. driver fell apart i fell apart that was not a good day so you can't embarrass yourself any more than i've embarrassed myself so okay so you promise you won't laugh i promise i won't laugh yeah. i think the most dangerous thing i ever did was i hit a tree and it brick and it uh, came right at me i had to duck I <laughs> ah, see that. Yeah, I see. I can't help Whoa! It. All right. I'll laugh now, but I laugh. I won't laugh when it the, happens. The tree tried to yell four. It was laughing too much. Man, that's scary stuff, huh? That could hurt. Yeah, that could hurt. That could Did hurt. Did you hear that the ESPN anchor Sage Steele got hit in the face with a drive from one of the PGA guys the other day? Is that right? John Rahm hit a tee shot, I guess, and smacked it right in the face. Oh, that was like 95 miles an hour. Yeah, that one, it had right? to be coming hard. And face did, was all bloody, and I haven't seen any that, video or pictures of her. But How did that woman survive? Thank God she did. I guess she was far enough away that it lost some velocity. But 95 miles an hour. hit in the face hour. with a golf ball. Off right of a, in the face. John Rahm, one of the hardest hitters out there. Shh. Yeah, I read that, and I said, oh, you got to be kidding. That's horrible. So is she going to be okay? I think so. I think so. I haven't heard, but I can't really tell for a while. I know. Well, that's my saga for the weekend. Missed a Grand Slam, and uh, I can't believe you left. That disappoints me. I know, I know, I know. It's, Come it's, on. Yeah, you know, we wanted to meet my sister, and we wanted to be on time, and we figured out. Yeah, let's, I get it. You know, when the people start running out in droves, and it's elbows and all that stuff. But. You're blaming your sister, like you always did when you were a kid. <laughs> we'll get to that on the next uh, edition, all right? <laughs> It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. 
Welcome to the program. It's going to be beautiful weather this week, and we'll start things off with an open forum today. Got some guests coming in, including Congressman Courtney on Wednesday. You want to check that out. Welcome to the program. It's news and comment with Kevin Harkins. News, where's the ticker tape? <laughs> news and comment with Kevin Harkins. <laughs> and here's Kevin with the news. Hey, that's a, that's a great name for a golf course. Kevin Harkins? No, well, that would be okay, but Laughing Tree. Laughing Tree. Laughing Tree Golf. Hey, buddy, you want to go play Laughing Tree? Yeah, well, <laughs> trees are laughing at me like everybody else, huh? That's hilarious. Yeah. So you went to the Red Sox game? Yeah, we were in Boston, Fenway Park. Nice. nice. I know somebody else who was there. Really? So now I know two people who were there. I was going to ask you if you saw anybody in the crowd from Norwich as you were watching it on television, but you weren't watching it on television. We did see somebody. No, I don't guess we did. No. No? No. no you didn't. Nobody looked like they were from Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the Norwich look? Uh, well, good for you. I hope you had a good time, even if you did leave before the excitement happened. So did your friend who was there, did uh, he stay? I don't know. I haven't talked to him since. Maybe he's still there. I told him to sit over by the green monster so he could catch lots of balls. Mm, that's right. You, you know? get a lot of them in there. Yeah. 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 So, Mr. Trump, what have you done now? What did he do now? I oh, must have missed yeah, I it. I can't. Now Biden's tweeting. Oh, no. <laughs> Biden's using Twitter. And it's all Trump's fault. You know, this is one we can actually blame on Trump, see? Yeah, well, he's yeah, always been yeah. a big fan of Trump, so he's tweeting now. It's all his fault if he hadn't done his Twitter thing. Now, apparently, Biden's using Twitter, and I can't think of anything more risky. Oh, maybe he'll we, get banned like Trump did. We, we know what happens when Biden goes off script. He really goes off script, right? Oh, that's interesting. Anything special he's tweeting or just general stuff? I was, I'm not sure if the uh, Taiwan comment was on Twitter or not. I think the, I think it was not. I think it was something else. But, yeah, now he's uh, making comments about Taiwan. Why? For people that don't know what you're talking about, um, and a lot of people do, he said something about they better not invade Taiwan or we're going to... We're going to defend them. We're, we're committed defend to defending them. In other Taiwan. words, we'll, we'll go to war with them. I mean, what, what, what purpose did that serve to say that? Nothing. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, you're not going to scare China just like you're not going to scare Russia. I learned long ago, if you open your mouth, your brains fall out. And that happens every time I call your show, so I know it's true. Okay. Those are your <laughs> brains here? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't step on them, okay? Put them back in the, <laughs> in the refrigerator in the lunchroom. Somebody will eat them. Yeah, I mean, every day it's, it's terrifying, some of the yeah. things he says. Yeah. It's, so I'm uh, blaming this one on Trump. Now we can, mm-hmm. we can all agree it's Trump's fault, so I think that's cool, see? Now we can blame something on it. And now we have monkeypox. Monkeypox. Yeah, and, and so we had COVID, now we have uh, a new variant of COVID, now we have monkeypox, and then we have the newest one. Another one? Yeah, monkey pants. Oh, monkey Started pants. at a radio station in Norwich, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey pants. Stu Breyer, what am I going to do with you? I don't know. Did I say monkey pants? You said monkey pants when you were talking to... Uh... I know. Well, our... <laughs> well, I had a banana this morning, if that has well, anything to do with it. it. Okay. 
First that of all, is a comment from Kevin Merkin this morning. M- Monkeypox is not new, by the way. It's been around, but they it's do very expect rare. it to uh, spread further. That was yeah. well, That's according to CBS News, anyway. Well, I hear different. And uh, I think we've learned not to trust anything that the World Health Organization says. That's right. I've already heard three doctors, and they all have different opinions on it. I don't even know why the media quotes them anymore. They've they've destroyed their credibility with COVID. So. Yeah, might as well just listen to you and I. It'd probably be a come out the same. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, monkey pants, it's great to, <laughs> talking to you today. <laughs> All right, Laughing Tree. Oh, that's your Indian name. That's your Native laughing American tree, name. Yeah. You are Laughing Tree. I wasn't laughing when my ball hit the tree and it zoomed back at my... Oh, your golf ball, yeah. My golf ball. Yeah. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think there's somebody else calling. All right. Okay. Thank you. See ya. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Pet owners, homeowners, gardeners, and animal lovers, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry. With over 35 years in the business, Fleming's has the products and expertise you need to make your yard the best it's ever been. Bagged in bulk mulches and soils, Jonathan Green fertilizers, dozens of organic alternatives. Check out our expanded selection of plants at our Preston store and our massive garden center in Storrington with thousands of Connecticut-grown live goods arriving weekly. Shop for quality and convenience this spring at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Storrington. Stu Breyer with you. This portion of our program is an open forum, and the number to uh, get through to us is 860-889-5252. WICH AM and FM. High today about 76. Cooler and less humid. Tuesday, more of the same weather, and Wednesday, more of the same. Okay, that's a wrap. Wrap it up. We'll take it home with us. Beautiful day, and uh, the week should be uh, pretty similar to it for the uh, latter portion of May. Of course, Memorial Day weekend is coming up, and any big plans for that? Doing the old cookout? All right. So Congressman Courtney will be here on uh, Wednesday in the studio to take your phone calls and some of my questions. Also... Senator Heather Summers may be on this week as well. That's in the planning stages. So it should be a busy and an interesting week. And if you follow the news at all, you'll find out that Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, admitted in the courtroom that Hillary Clinton gave the okay to let the story out about the Russian collusion with Donald Trump which proved to be false. 
Do you care? Anybody care? Or would you still vote for Hillary if she ran? A lot of people probably would. But can you imagine in court he said that? Hillary's campaign manager, that yes, she gave the okay to let the press know about the story, and boom. They got her red-handed. Is anything going to happen to her for it? Probably not. Probably not. The Clintons have a good way of dodging bullets. And our number is 889-5252. Fox News Commentary. Netflix has a message for its woke employees. I'm Joe Concha. More next. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Netflix appears to have had enough with some of its workers seeking to destroy the streaming giant from within. Check out this line. Quote, we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. Depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. If you'd find it hard to support our content, Netflix may not be the best place for you. (laughs) Amen. This should be the message all companies send. You don't like it? Don't let the door hit you too hard on the way out. In a related story, Netflix and announced earlier this month that it is on track to lose 2 million subscribers this quarter. In one day alone following that news, the company lost $50 billion in market value. The streaming giant is in no position, nor in any mood, to start slashing content and performers based on the whims of the woke within. And anyone who has a problem is free to disagree. They're also free to leave. I'm Joe Concha. People are getting fed up with all the uh, political commentary and the uh, slant and that's what's happening to Netflix. They're losing all kinds of people who say, well, we don't want to hear this anymore. You know, not everybody's a racist. Not everybody is this. Not everybody is that. So you can see that the American people are pretty fed up. So I want you to know about this, uh, parents and grandparents. Please talk to your youngsters. A lot of people think, well, it'll never happen to my youngsters. Don't ever, ever buy drugs off the street. There are drugs that are prescription drugs and should only be purchased as a prescription because we're hearing so many horror stories about fentanyl getting into some of the street drugs. So, uh, you know, you'd say, not my kid, not my kid. Certainly if your kid is having trouble and they're depressed, you know, talk about it with them. But you can get prescription drugs, but not off the streets, and a lot of them are coming from China. And that's just what China wants. The leaders of China, not the Chinese people, the leaders of China want us to hurt ourselves. So please talk to your kids and your grandkids about the drug situation because fentanyl can be an instant killer 
and it's being mixed in with some drugs. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you planning on adding to or building the home you've always dreamed of? Dime Bank is one of the few local lenders to offer construction loans, and our residential lending team can help you keep costs down as your walls go up. So if you have the perfect blueprint, we have the perfect loan. It's your home, your bank, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 493-990. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Spring is here, and now is the time to get your home looking its best. And that means protecting your biggest investment with interior and exterior painting by Joe Tambora Painting. Joe Tambora Painting is a full-service residential and commercial painting company that has been serving customers with the highest quality painting in New London County and beyond since 2001. Joe Tambora Painting is committed to excellence, and that means your job will start on schedule and finish on schedule. And Joe and his crew of experienced painters will take all aspects of the job, from prepping to clean up seriously. Joe Tambora Painting also offers power washing, light carpentry, drywall, staining, wallpaper removal and installation, and can make your home the envy of your neighborhood. Joe Tambora Painting does the highest quality work at a reasonable cost and is committed to excellence. There is no job too big or small. Call Joe Tambora Painting today for a free estimate at 860-886-8150. That's Joe Tambora Painting. Call today, 860-886-8150, and ask for Joe. Thank you for all your nice comments about the uh, article in the bulletin. Uh, I was interviewed uh, last week. We appreciate it. I heard from people I have not heard from them in a very, very long time. So uh, we thank you for the, all the emails on that. Check us out, WICH.com, and my email address is Stu at WICH.com. Stu at WICH.com. Of course, Memorial Day weekend, as we do all the time, it doesn't have to be a special occasion. We, of course, talk about what we can do that's best for our veterans and show our support for veterans. And certainly we'll continue to do that, as always, on WICH. But we are coming up to Memorial Day weekend, and it'd be interesting to see if people are going to be on the move or staying home, of course, with gas prices uh, Going all the way up. The most we've had maybe ever. Highest gas prices on average in the country as ever. So I don't know if people will be uh, not traveling as much or staying home and lighting up the grill. But whatever you do, have a good time and be safe. And maybe the weather will be good. A lot of people will be out at the beaches. And uh, we hope you have a good time. And keep it with WICH because we'll be playing lots of hits of the 60s and 70s as we do every weekend now. 60s and 70s hits on WICH. Most of the weekend, you can relive some of the greatest songs of all time. In the meantime, it's a good day for going outside and whistling. So I want to do a little whistling tune for you right now.
song is called I Was Kaiser Bill's Batman. One of the weirdest names. All right, just getting warmed up for a new week here at WICH. Two Briar with you on WICH AM 1310. Don't forget Jimmy Fallon is uh, joining you right after the 2 o'clock news with his interesting talk show, for sure. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. That was a very cute song. Yeah, I, you know, I thought it was a beautiful day for whistling, so yeah, I it is. wanted and, to play and, that. Right, and uh, I always like the man who whistles. I always think they're, they seem happy. Yeah. Yeah. Very rarely do you hear anybody whistle who's in a bad mood. I know it. You know, I, know. I don't know what their well, whistle would sound like. I enjoyed like. that. That that was adorable. Oh, good. And are you a good whistler? Can you whistle? Uh, I can whistle, but not that good. Okay. Yeah, he did yeah. that. The whole okay. song, he did that. All right. Okay. Bye. Whistle along, folks. Welcome. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Hi, Lair. I went to that uh, bitch thing outside. It was very good. Oh, yeah. Bid's thing was Saturday. I hope there was a good crowd. It was. It was packed. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what a success a that is. A lot of people there. That's wonderful. Uh, it's it's amazing how many years the, that's been going on now, and you get the same delicious food that f- folks had at Bid's for so many years. Yeah, it's a good time. So uh, so the uh, the idiot Biden screwed up again big time this time, didn't he? Yeah, that's a bad one. That's another believe, bad one. Can you believe he said uh, they asked him a question as to if they were going to uh, uh, go in with military, if China invades uh, Taiwan, uh, yeah. Taiwan, and he said, yes. <laughs> and they got their, they're running around in the White House now with their, their head between their legs. They don't know what to say. They're going to say, well, how are we going to cover this one up now? Yeah, they can't cover it up. Listen, he really okay. should not be in office. Um, he's dangerous to our country. Uh, that was the flap of all flaps. Yeah. So uh, we might as I, well I be... Believe he, I couldn't believe he said it. And, and he said it in another country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of it. I, I don't know. He's just not qualified to be president. Oh, <laughs> my know. gosh. Is that guy pathetic? And then last night, did you see 60 Minutes last night? No, I did not. Oh, you should have seen that segment on the uh, on uh, uh, medicine, prescription medicine, the generic form of medicine. The companies uh, stopped making it mm-hmm. uh, solely for profit because they're not making enough profit, so they stopped making it, and it was cancer stuff, cancer um, that went to the children who have leukemia. And, and it helped him with the leukemia. In fact, it cured it or stopped it in its progress a lot. And these companies, for the for the mere uh, profit of of the medicine that they were making, because they weren't making enough profit, uh, stopped making it. And now these people, these hospitals, uh, they showed all these hospitals and these doctors who can't cannot get a hold of this medicine to treat the uh, cancer patients, these cancer in uh, children. Well, I want to understand what you're saying. So they they went into a generic, right? Yeah, okay. That's right. they're, they're generic. Most of the main brand medicines you, they don't even make anymore because generics took over. Okay, but generics are just as p- good, right? Yes. So yep. why yes. why is there a shortage? I don't understand. There's a shortage because they stopped making it. The companies stopped making it because they weren't making enough money. So don't they have a great influx of generic? To- 
Well, after looking at that last night in the hospitals in this country complaining that they don't have the medicine to treat their cancer patients, here's another, here's another thing I, I shake my head and I say, why didn't this idiot uh, put the defense uh, thing through like he just did with the, with the COVID, the 42 title that was supposed to expire today? Mm-hmm. He put he put the he put you know he put the cold, uh, the defense thing on there for more um, more something I forgot what it was for but he could have done it for this too he could have forced these companies in other words um, you make the medicine and you make as much as we need of it and you make it now that's exactly what he could have done he's the president he is the president and when stuff like this happens in his country just like baby formula. That's what he put the defense thing on, the, the baby formula. Excuse me. Right, he, yeah. He's the president. He can do this, and then he, this tells these companies, you're not playing games with us anymore. I want this stuff, and I want it now, okay? I don't care how you do it, but I want it now. Listen, this I'm... is what presidents do. This is what people with power do um, that, that, that this guy doesn't do. Listen, I'm terrified with him. I'm, I'm terrified for our country. Be honest. Now, people, you're well, welcome to disagree with me. Last night, uh, these poor children that are sick. No, I'm, I was coming. The, uh, they didn't have the uh, the medicine uh, uh, to treat them with uh, leukemia. No, I missed it. I was coming back from the Red Sox game. I did not get a chance to see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you must have loved that Grand Slam. Did you stay for the Grand Slam? No, I told. <laughs> I told Marty this morning, believe it or not, we we were leaving, leading three to two in the ninth. I should have known better. And when we we were talking, uh, let's beat the traffic and uh, let's get out of here. I was going to meet my sister for uh, dinner, and boom, what a finish, huh? Missed well, it, missed it. The other the other play too was uh, uh, Vasquez was, uh, in my opinion, Vasquez was uh, safe at home plate, whether the guy the catcher dropped the ball or not. He was safe. If you notice, I looked at this three or four times, and when he slid into home plate, his foot was across the bag before he tagged him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you got to see that or not. So it was, in my opinion, it wasn't even it should have not had nothing to do with whether the catcher dropped the ball or not. And that would have been the end of the game, right? They would have won it there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was a bad call, and of course they didn't overturn it on on the drop ball. Here's the here's the catcher trying to reach for the ball on the ground in between Vasquez and and his leg. You can't see nothing. There's no cameras that can pick that up. So obviously they're not going to overrule the umpire. Yeah. It's, it's, you 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 can't you can't definitely say that that ball was on the ground. They were talking about that on the train because we we took the train into Boston and you know the Red Sox fans were talking about that play, so that's how I yeah. got to hear what went on after we left. So. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with the the, the ball being dropped. To tell you the truth, if you mm-hmm. get to see that play a couple more times on TV, just just watch his leg cross home plate before the catcher's mitt even touches him. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight because I have it taped. Yeah, watch that, and you'll 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 see it. Uh, to me, that was the that was the co- the play that he blew, not not the drop ball. I don't know about you, but when I heard that um, they gave up the home run in the two outs in the ninth inning, I said, "That's it. We need a closer. This is ridiculous. I can't watch the I can't watch these people anymore." <laughs> I still I don't know if I like that guy at second base either in extra innings. That's like little league ball. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I like that or not. Anyway, we won five in a row, and that's good. (laughs) Yeah, 
Okay, Stu, we'll talk to you later. All right, Larry. A little bit of everything, a little sports, a little politics, just a little bit of everything when we have an open forum. And no matter what, we still love our ice cream. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear to ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue and Taftville. So whether you're a Republican or Democrat or an independent, we need some good candidates. This country is, if we're going to move forward, need some good candidates who really think of the country, not their own little personal gains. And are coherent. I know we talk about it a lot, but it is frustrating, and I, I do watch a lot of news because I want to be informed on uh, all sides and different networks. And just, uh, I don't know, I guess it's we're kind of drained from even talking about it. However, 889-5252 is our number at WICHAM 1310. And, of course, if you're a Red Sox or Yankee fan... Maybe it'll start to get a little tighter, the race, and we'll get into it. Because we're not even out of May yet. And the Red Sox are 10 games out. But they're playing better. They're playing better. Well, it's good to get to Fenway. Fenway is just a beautiful ballpark. And uh, we like to go at least once a year. When I was a kid, me and my dad went about maybe 20 times a year or so. And we'd sit on box seats because the Red Sox were so terrible. You could get a seat anywhere. You could get a seat on the catcher's lap. It was amazing. It was about five bucks for a box seat. Now it's five bucks for a hot dog. <laughs> Just remarkable. But, but hey, we had Ted Williams to watch and a lot of those good ball players. We never expected them to get into the World Series, but it was fun just watching baseball. All right, here's the latest from the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau is warning businesses and consumers that if they receive an email claiming to be from Norton LifeLock, Inc., to exercise caution. 71-year-old California woman recently received one of these emails and called the number thinking it was, in fact, from LifeLock. Once on the line, the scammer convinced her it was time to renew her subscription and they would help her by logging onto her computer. She did. The conversation then turned to the scammer, stating that he wanted to verify he was with LifeLock and would print out a letter that appeared to be from a Connecticut BBB address, signed by their CEO using the victim's printer. You know where this is going, right? The scammer then had the victim log into her bank account, stating that he had overcharged her and would refund the money if she entered a special code that the scammer sent to her computer. She entered it, and it appeared in her account as Bitcoin. Then she started getting suspicious. I don't know about you, but I just don't even think about dealing with Bitcoin. Maybe I just don't know a bit about it. The scammer then had the victim log into her bank account, stating that he had overcharged her 
While she was getting suspicious while keeping the scammer on the phone, she went to a nearby friend's house, called BBB for guidance, Norton to see if the letter was in fact from them, and her bank to verify if the scammer's claims were legitimate. Once the victim knew the claims were not true, she hung up the phone, turned off her commuter. Unfortunately, since the imposter had her cell number, he started to text her as well. You picture this scenario? All in all, the scammer used a phishing email posed as a BBB imposter. A Norton imposter used a remote computer takeover, often used in tech support scams, a cryptocurrency scam, and then phishing, sending fake text pretending to be someone else. Norton LifeLock, Inc. is a BBB-accredited business and is aware of the situation, saying in a statement on May 12th, BBB received a notice that the business name is being used by scammers who are impersonating Better Business Bureau. The demand money from consumers, please be advised that Better Business Bureau does not send out mailers to consumers in regards to payments, collections for a business. So we wanted to make sure we read that. That was the latest email I got from the Better Business Bureau. They keep me in touch with things to pass along to you. Good morning to you. You're on the air. Well, good morning back to you. How are you today? All right, sir. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, If you leave the monkey's pots alone, you won't get monkey's pox. From what I'm hearing from doctors, uh, it's not very contagious. You have to really... Yes. if humans will stay away from monkeys... They won't get it. No, it's got nothing to do with monkeys, I guess. Oh, it's, of course it does. It, it's, it's, it's from monkeys, and it's called monkey pox. It's, it's a form of sickness from the monkeys. And if humans weren't messing with monkeys, it wouldn't be around. Well, once again, I've heard so many different opinions on it from different doctors, but a lot of them say that it's really, it's called monkey pox, but it's not really from monkey. I mean, how many people deal with monkeys? Not too many. Well, why don't they call it zebra pots or ostrich pots? They call it monkey pox. I don't know. You I know, guess it started uh, in Africa or something. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, where did AIDS start? With monkeys? AIDS, that's a good question. It started with monkeys. Mm, yeah, I've heard that. I've definitely heard that one before. Mm-hmm. I'll throw another one in. With human contact. That's how it spread. Well, this is not as easy to spread as COVID or something like that from what we hear. It has to be very close contact, and you have to be with somebody for a while. Listen, we know from COVID that they've changed their mind a lot of times, so this is just the beginning. The bottom line is what I'm trying to get across today to the, to the radio public is stay away from the monkeys and you won't get the diseases. Okay. <laughs> How's that one, Stu? Can we use a monkey wrench? I don't know. A monkey wrench. Yeah, what's my side handle? Uh, <laughs> nut buster? Yes, sir. I, I ought to go with monkey wrench, huh? Listen, some things have come from animals. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's human contact and uh, smarten up. People get what they deserve. All right, buster. All right, catch you later, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Buster Brown. I live in a shoe. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. That gentleman's right on, you know, everything I've been hearing about it. And, um... So you're still going to keep your monkey? 
Uh, you know where it actually comes from? It does come from Africa. And, of course, we know anybody can travel everywhere now. There's no limit on that. So, yeah, it's gonna, everything's going to end up here, especially when Title 42 is lifted. They're gauging for a run on the border now. Boy, I've been hearing about that. And you know what? Congress wants an extra $2 billion so they can fly them around and house them. They're getting ready for that Title 42 to be lifted. When are the Democrats going to wake up? Well, there's a, there's a little reason. This is my opinion. There's a reason to all of this. I don't understand why they don't feel guilty about what they're doing, but I believe they want to get these people to vote as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. And, but, okay, on that, going back to that monkeypox thing. Um, now, just saying vaccine. You know, sometimes I wonder, was this all pre-planned? Remember last year when that truck turned over on a highway in Pennsylvania with cages full of monkeys? Some got loose, some bit people, Mm -hmm. and they were being imported. Now, what were they going to be for, I wonder? To get a monkeypox vaccine already for the monkeypox? I don't know. I I never really could figure out, Susan, what they really wanted those monkeys for. I don't know. Well, uh, the reason why they catch it over there in Africa is because they actually eat monkey meat, believe it or not. Not in this country. No, not here. But the people that are traveling here bring it with them. So, you know, and we can't stop them. There's no, like you said, there's no rules. Now, two other things. On the bottom of the front page, over the weekend, Malloy got, I think it was Friday or Saturday, Malloy got a scathing report from the University of Maine because he's a chancellor up there. They hired him in 2019, Mm -hmm. and his contract is going to expire June 30th. There's seven colleges. Four of them have voted no confidence in him. I hope he does not come back to Connecticut. I really do. Because he went up there and ruined that for them. Even the kids had a sit-in at one of the colleges against him. That is bad. Did they, point out, did they point out some of the things that he thought he was, that he was doing a very bad job with? Or? Yeah, he fired their favorite teachers. But yeah. not nasty ones. I read the different kinds of teachers that were up there that he fired. What were some of the reasons? Do you know? No. He just fired them. Well, there had to be a reason. Well, that's why they're upset with him, because he fired them. He didn't tell anyone he was firing them. And now he's on the hot seat, and what goes around comes around. He's probably going to be fired, and they're smart if they do. And, you know, there's so many other things... Um, but that I thought was interesting. That money to go to fix dams and ledges, like on Long Pond, they're not going to have to worry about it on Long Pond. They get that water park going on, on Foxwoods, and there's not going to be any water in Long Pond. Where do they think the water's going to come from? It's going to come out of the ground. Oh. And I have seen ponds dry up due to that. And you know what else? That RV park... If they want to connect sewer lines to Foxwoods, they have got to cross the sewer line pipes across the brook that goes under the road right by Dunkin' Donuts down there. And you know where that leads? Right down to Mystic River, right around the seaport. So if something happened, 
There goes uh, the the water around the seaport. So mm-hmm. people better be careful with the water because it's going to be hard to come by, just like everything else now. All right, Susan. Thanks for part one today. Oh yeah, See yeah. You. There's a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to our program. WYCH. Good morning to you. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Hi there. I just wanted to make a small point. Um, I've called a few times and and mentioned what political affiliation I have being oriented towards democracy. I don't do that to argue with Republicans. I don't believe in pitting one party against another. Um, I am concerned, like you, about our country, but... I feel this was the right president at this time. He has a major weakness, in my opinion, and that's the border. Well, that's uh, one of his major has, weaknesses, that's for sure. Strengths, and they were very important to be implemented. They've been implemented. I don't know if he had insight into the nature of the COVID vaccines being a health risk to some people. Well, I'm sure he, you know, has so many doctors that work with him, mainly Dr. Fauci, but sure there has been some incidents, but they say most of the time it's well worth taking the vaccine as opposed to not. But, you know, you you make the choice. I was severely, severely allergic to it, and my Mm -hmm. eyes swelled up very badly. I did not have a problem with the first one. I had a problem with the second one, so I'm not getting a booster. Mm -hmm. You know, some people do have a rough time with it, I know. I know that. I did. I didn't, Um, but some, you know, I've heard of people that do have a rough time with it, sure. But the reason why I'm concerned about the country is the border um, and the environment. The Colorado River, which is the sixth largest river in the United States, is almost bone dry. I don't know what percentage of the river is. And then the largest river in New Mexico is, is severely gone. And California has severe problems. So we need to... Uh, not pray for things, but hope for them and hope for the best. I feel that um, the vice president's objectives regarding food uh, increases in the United States to people in poverty and their Social Security income increases were absolutely vital. It wasn't just because of the pandemic, um, although that did exacerbate the problem. But um, hopefully I'll be back in touch with you on Wednesday. Okay, thanks for your commentary. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Hello, good morning to you. Hello. Hello there. I got cut off. I said um, I said you should know better by now not to um, lead at a baseball game in the seventh inning. Yes, I've learned a lesson. I, actually, we what? left after the eighth yeah. inning. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like my dad, when we would go, he was a big Yankee fan, and. Uh, no matter how stinky the game was, if it was a little up to the seventh, we could go. But that's when things happen. It could be a tight score. It could be zip-zip. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but something about the seventh inning, it was uh, 
things took a turnaround. So, um, and then um, I got a good whistle song for you. How about Bridge Over the River Kwai? Oh, that's a great one, Mitch Miller and the Gang. Yeah, my dad loved that song. Every time that movie comes out, I love it. There's a scene in um, The Breakfast Club, and they all whistle that when they're in detention. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I think I do have that. I'll see if I can get it in. Sure. Okay, Stu, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bridge on the River Kwai. Kwai me a river. Two minutes before 11 on WICH. Things to ponder on our program today. And your point of view, we want to hear all points of view, and you can disagree with me on this program. We can have donuts together. Mmm, donuts. The wait is finally over. It's voting time in the 2022 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards Contest brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied, and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through June 5th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes June 5th. And thanks for uh, the folks that are voting for yours truly. I do appreciate it. We have about uh, a minute, so I don't want to take another call to cut anybody short. So we'll uh, give you the forecast. WICH weather, mostly sunny and cooler and less humid. 76, perfect May weather. Tonight, becoming mostly cloudy with a brief shower. Overnight, lows 54. Tuesday, a cloudy start. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds, 74. And Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy, high 73. Our current temperature is uh, 70. Next hour, it'll be another open forum as we start the week off. Also, if you would like to... uh, Give me a question that you would like me to ask Congressman Courtney when he comes in on Wednesday. I'll be taking calls, and I expect to have a lot of calls with a lot of questions. But if you're not a regular, uh, if you don't want to call in on the air, you can give me a question or two that you would like me to ask him. So you can be thinking about that. But certainly I will welcome phone calls when Congressman Courtney is in on Wednesday. From Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich, and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. Starbucks exits Russia. In a memo to employees today, the company says it will close its 130 stores in Russia and no longer have a brand presence there. It's the latest big business response to the invasion of Ukraine. And the move came just after President Zelensky told world economic leaders he wants maximum sanctions on Moscow as the invasion heads into its fourth month. CBS's MTS Tayeb has more on Russian efforts to grab control of eastern Ukraine. As we make our way through a maze of trenches, we meet up with Ukrainian soldier Artem, who's been here since March. We're getting used to it, he says. Our guys are tough and seasoned in battle, and we're holding our ground. As we're shown a bunker where Ukrainian soldiers take cover, more shelling. This time, outgoing. There was so much shelling. I mean, 
Are you worried that Russian forces could take this village from you? That's why we're here, he says, to prevent that from happening. Well, CBS's Nancy Cordes posed the key question to President Biden in Tokyo. Would the U.S. get involved militarily if China invades Taiwan? He said yes. There's no question that this was a major departure from longtime U.S. policy. And it means that if China were to make good on its threats to take over Taiwan, the U.S. could get pulled into a military conflict with the world's second largest superpower. A blistering report commissioned by the Southern Baptist Convention describes decades of cover-ups of abuse within its clergy members and leadership. Hannah Kate Williams filed a suit alleging abuse by her father, an SBC pastor. I was called a liar. I was called mentally deranged, incompetent, an enemy of God. CBS's Nikki Batiste has more. According to the report, they kept a secret running list of accused Baptist ministers to avoid being sued, even as the committee publicly claimed it didn't have the authority to create such a list. The report quotes a May 9th, 2019 internal email where the SBC's then general counsel called the focus on sexual abuse, quote, a satanic scheme to completely distract us from evangelism. Well, Pfizer says its COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective for children six months to under five years when given in three doses. Regulators will now consider that information. CBS's Dr. David Agus. Our hope is, is by mid-June we can have these available to vaccinate really the last group of people not eligible for a COVID-19 vaccine in the United States, young children. The Dow is up 518. This is CBS News. It's a day to honor, to remember, to reflect. This Memorial Day, honor our fallen soldiers with TAPS across America. For more information, go to cbs.com slash TAPS. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Shortages. There are plenty of them these days. Supply chain problems persist. It is not only baby formula that is in short supply around the country, so are many important but apparently unprofitable generic drugs. Dr. Mitchell Goldstein of Loma Linda University Children's Hospital in California was on CBS's 60 Minutes. It can be certain minerals. It can be certain salts. Things that you would ordinarily find in a college chemistry lab, we can't get. So hospitals might be forced to switch patients to less safe or effective alternative drugs. Tom Foti, CBS News. A few hundred people grabbed pool noodles and went to a Nebraska park over the weekend to battle over the right to the name Josh. It started as an online joke when a Josh in Arizona challenged anyone who shared his name to fight over it. It became a real event last year. And five-year-old Josh Vinson Jr. defended his title as the number one Josh. Steve Kathan, CBS News. 
It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Fighting to be the number one Josh. Did you hear that story? <laughs> Amazing. No, he wasn't joshing. He was serious. Hey, welcome back to this beautiful day. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. How are you today, Stu? I'm doing okay. Hope you are. Oh, I'm doing great. We're leaving for Florida. What more could you ask for? Uh, listen, I just got a phone call from the Veterans Association for Disabled Vets. And they're asking, well, can you donate $20? I said, well, I'm retired. I only make so much money. But if you send me an envelope, I will definitely send you some money. Say Thanks anyway and hang out. Oh, boy. What kind of crap is that? It's more of the same. It's more of the same. They'll use any angle to get at your heartstrings. Of course, we love the veterans, so they're trying that that way. But you had a good answer. Send me the envelope. Perfect. Yeah. The same thing with heart disease. For And there's another one that calls me, and I tell them, just send me an envelope. I'll do whatever I can. Well, will you do $20? Well, I can't promise you $20, but I will definitely send you something. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks anyway. Goodbye. That's amazing. And, of course, pretty soon These it's... people are trying to help the vets. My son-in-law is a vet for over 15 years. Actually, he's still military. I shouldn't even say he was a vet. He's been in the military for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. What would happen to him is something. I mean, I'm sure that he'd be able to take care of himself. But him or any other, any, any other veteran that has a problem... And if, if people could only donate $5, if you get 10 people that donate, or 20 people that donate $5, that's $100 to, to help them. What is the matter with these people? they just beggars? I, I, I don't know. I guess there's a percentage of people who are just criminals, and they try any angle. They'll take advantage of any situation. Just like when 9-11, there were people that were collecting money for help 9-11 victims and of course they were never getting it just yeah. but you, that's why you you did the right thing and you never do much don't ever do much on the phone unless you really know the person that's calling you yeah, well exactly you know i mean uh, they've called me from cancer and uh children's uh what was it for children's they called me and mm-hmm. i tell them just send me an envelope i'll send what i can well, can you promise $20? No, I'm not promising you anything. But you know what? Everybody's got to know. They're scammers. The money's not going to the vets. The money's not going anywhere. I've already learned that from my son-in-law. Yeah, of course. And the same with the police. You know, they'll say they're from the Police Benevolent Association or this or exactly. that. And then, then we call the local police departments and they say, no, that's that's a scam. And they just say, look, if I want to donate to my local police department, I'll do it personally. That's all. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thanks for the warning, right? Uh, take care. God bless. You too. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning. Morning, sir. I was listening. I'm doing well this morning, and I hope you are. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, the last call relative to contributing money to various... Uh, organization. And for the heck of it, last week I went online and looked up uh, 
what some of the uh, presidents or CEOs or whatever you want to call them of these organizations earn. And for example, uh, Red Cross, they get $658,000 a year plus other expenses. Goodwill, I think, was $1.2 million. Oh, and incidentally, with Red Cross, only nine cents of a dollar actually goes to help people. So, most of these things are money makers for uh, those who are running the show. Uh, I find very difficult for me to contribute anything because I'm not sure it's ever going to any of it that's ever going to get to people. Well, that's what I do now. I have to find out what percentage is actually going to the the charity and double check it. But 9%, that's that's unbelievable. Only 9% goes to where you think it's going? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My uncles were serving in World War II in Germany, and the Red Cross had coffee wagons and donut wagons, and uh, the GIs had to pay for it. And here people contribute to the Red Cross for them to distribute coffee and donuts to our troops uh, at no cost, and they're charging them. Mm-hmm. And w- when my father worked in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, in the shipyard, every Friday night at the gate was a Red Cross volunteer and a policeman. And if you didn't put that base of dollar in the basket, you didn't get out of the uh, uh, gate. So... Ask me how much I'm going to get the Red Cross. Not very much, obviously. Mm-hmm. No. All right, thank oh. you, sir. Okay. Good Thanks Bye. for the tip. So this is uh, how we uh, give uh, St. Jude's is one of the uh, charities that I always like to give money to. I know 100% goes to their efforts to help kids with childhood cancer. So St. Jude's is a Daner Faber is another one that I think is very good. And the Jimmy Fund, yeah, Daner Faber, Jimmy Fund, that's uh, those those are good. And but if you really want to know what percentage of your donation goes to the charity, first of all, you can call the Better Business Bureau and they'll connect you to a number where you can find all that out. It's 860-740-4500. and say, look, I'm thinking of giving to this charity or that charity. Where can I find out the percentage of my money is going to actually go to that charity? Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hey there. In regards to your earlier caller, tell him don't monkey around. Because if you monkey around, uh, you could pay the price. You get monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's one of the things I heard. If you over-monkey around, it, then it could be contagious. Yeah, I'm calling because I'm one confused American citizen. Okay. I'm referring to an article in Part B of the London Day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
says vast swat of U.S. is at risk of summer blackouts. Regular uh, warns shuttered power, uh, power plants and supply chain woes threaten electric grill. Now, if we don't have enough electricity right now, how are we going to put 90 million cars on the road and charge them every night? And that just confuses me. So maybe one of your brilliant Democrats out there can explain why we're raising the gas prices so people that have stock in the electric car industry can make millions of dollars and we have no power to charge these cars. All right, sir. I appreciate the call. Okay, see if you can find me an answer, because I'm just one confused American citizen. Thank you. Welcome to the club. Thanks very much. I don't like to pick on Democrats, because everybody's different, you know? I still say that um, Republicans and Democrats, half the things that we can we agree we can agree on it's right let's not one way or the other of course there's far right and far left but uh obviously there's some terrible mistakes being made in this country right now in my opinion you're on the air welcome hi there hey voice of reason hello mr reason i've got an answer to that gentleman because i happen to ask it at a get-together yesterday yes sir apparently there are going to be solar panels people with the electric cars so that at their house uh, the panel will charge by the sun and that will help them out. Solar panels. Everybody going to get a solar panel? Apparently. And the other thing too is I agree. I would like to contribute to some of these uh, different places like the C2T to these uh, veterans that have lost limbs and they're buying houses but the same uh, same thing is going on about them. The majority of the money that's donated is not going to building the houses. It's going to the people that are running the, uh, the charities. See, that's what we need to find out. That's why I, I think people should call the Better Business Bureau because there's a direct line that you can get to find out how much money goes to uh, whatever charity you want to give to. So um, yeah, and that's, and that's why I'm reluctant. I'd love to give it, even, you know, even to... Some of these poor animals that uh, apparently are starving. You know, it's a shame. I feel the same way about it than you. That there are so many crooks that take advantage of that. Um, we really not sure when we donate money where it's going to go. So um, yeah. it's very sad. Yeah, we, we could certainly afford forty or fifty dollars a month going to a good charity. Like that, but again, I'm, I'm hesitant, really reluctant, because over the years. Uh, the word has been that the majority of it's going to the people running the associations or running the funds, fund drives, and it's not really going to what you think your money's going to. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, the other thing too is uh, I'm in I'm at Ocean Beach right now, but this morning tuning in shortly after ten, right up until now, it's almost like you're running on backup power because a lot of static, not a really good clear signal as it usually is in Waterford. Well, that's a shame because I know that um, we're not on reduced power today, so it should be coming in clear. I'm not sure why you're getting static. Hmm. Yeah, it was really bad. But again, 
I figured I'd just jump in uh, relative to that man's question because I brought it up uh, months ago going to BJ's to get gas as the prices were escalating. And imagine people trying to go to get their car charged if you go to, uh, for instance, a BJ's or a Costco or any other garage uh, gas station to fill up, and you've got 25 or 30 cars waiting to get gassed up. Do the same thing if uh, they were trying to charge their, uh, mm-hmm. their car. Well, you have a nice time at Ocean Beach today, Mr. Reason. Beautiful down here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Stu Breyer with your WICH, Ocean Beach, back in biz. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, hi, Stu. Hi there, Wonder Man. Oh, how you doing? All right. Good. Hey, to that guy that just called, if he doesn't have a battery radio, maybe he could try one, because that works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's at, he's at Ocean Beach, so... I oh, assume he that he has one, battery, um, battery unless he has a very long cord to his house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was thinking, uh, I saw a show, and it caught my attention. Uh, it was called Extreme Cheapskates. Have you ever seen that? No, but it has a cute title. It is. <laughs> so the title got me to watch it. And one of the examples, that there's the guy and the wife. They live in, in the house together, and uh, they all try to outdo each other with the cheapness. Now, I just caught my attention, too. When they were flushing the toilet, um, there's a note scotch taped to the back of the toilet. Every time they flush it, they have to add a, you know, add a number or uh, whatever time since the other one. I'm going to cut and down one, on the flushes. The one that flushes the least mm-hmm. at the end of the month uh, doesn't have to pay the water bill. So is this uh, a farce, or is this a real game show, or what, what's the... Uh... No, it's one of those reality shows. It's a reality show, okay. I usually don't like them, but the subject matter was kind of interesting to me. And then they were shopping around to pre-plan a funeral mm-hmm. for both of them, and it was so expensive for one, two plots, she said, well, can't you just bury him on top of me? And they were haggling with the funeral director for the cheapest one, and they... You know, they were really almost like buying a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that kind of interesting. But, yeah, it's called Extreme Cheapskates. I think it's on the, whatever used to be the Learning Channel. Well, that's kind of unique. I might, you know, if I come across that, I might check it out. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, when I was a kid, we flushed the toilet so little the the drain pipe froze up. Then we didn't have a toilet in the cold, and it was really cold, cold anyway in there, so... Reminds me of... A, I went to Norwich Tech at the time, mm-hmm. in its old location, when the, I went to trade school, and there was a Friendly's near there, so my mom would drop me off at the Friendly's, and I'd have to go in there and use the toilet with those little squares, and then walk to school. Well, I so, think that uh, some people do it, flush too much. Maybe it, we do flush too much. Sometimes it causes uh, more problems than it saves. Mm-hmm. I know some people do now because even the price of paper bags for people that uh, bring their lunch in a paper bag like I do, they save the bags, you know, after they take the lunch out and then they wrap the bag up and and take it home. And you'd be surprised you can save a little money there, too. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, uh, glad you're having a good day, Stu. Thanks. Take care now. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Round two. Hey, you know what, in the day taper over the weekend, these two are really going to raise your eyebrows. Well, uh, Governor Lamont wants the National Guard to unionize. 
Now, mm-hmm. how is that going to work out? That is unheard of. Are they going to say uh, there's a tornado in the state or something? No, we don't want to go today. You've got to pay us more. You can't unionize the National Guard. Well, that's his brainstorm. Check mark that one. And Eversource, our lovely friend that raised our rates. Well, guess what? What? They're going to raise the rates again. Mm-hmm. Eversource is going to raise. And you know what they're using as an excuse? You know the answer. The Ukraine. How does the Ukraine affect our power here? Anything to make a buck. And you know who allowed that? Lamont, when he first got in, he is the one that is allowing Eversource to raise rates. I hope everybody knows that. And one more thing. One more thing from Susan, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. When Biden came down the uh, stairs on the airplane in Japan, I think it was, and he had a mask on, and then when he got down the bottom, he took it off. And then he got the uh, Japanese uh, prime minister, or whatever he is, um, got his name all wrong. And then he told him, oh, I, I believe he told him that um, in his conversations that we would go to war over Taiwan or, you know. So you know what that means? I hope China is listening. Because if we could confiscate everything Russia has in this country and around the world, if Taiwan is attacked, does that mean everything China holds in this country our U.S. government can confiscate? Well, I'll tell you what, that would fill the coffers again if we did. But isn't that something? And one more funny thing. Keith Rice told me to tell you about his Bill Clinton imitation. Oh, really? He's got a good one. I never heard it. Oh, yeah. He sounds just like him. He said, make sure you tell Stu, because that's what he signed off with it, too, on Friday. Oh, yeah. Next time you see him, ask him to do a Bill Clinton imitation. Right. If he's listening, and I know he listens sometimes, that I hope he calls me as Bill. Oh, oh, that would be funny. Yeah. Oh, he's excellent. Really sounds a lot like him. We had a good time on Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, he's been holding out on me, Keith C. Rice. He does a great Bill Clinton. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. How are you today? All right, thank you. Reporting in on the dead trees in Down City Knowledge. All right, dead tree report. uh, It's still dead. The one at the corner of Maine and Broadway. It's still dead after a year and a half. And the shrubbery and the uh, concrete planters in the island, they're dead as a doornail. Still dead. Hmm. The only thing doing well is the grass growing in the uh, the pavers on the sidewalk. That's doing real well. Some of it is 18 inches tall. Oh. We got to mow the cement? Just. <laughs> I don't know. Going to have to bale it. Get a baler down there. Bale up all the grass growing in the. In the in the street, I mean, in the sidewalk, in the well, pavement. Maybe one day when you go by, you're going to be uh, happily happily I know, aware. I don't know whether I can live that long, Stu. Oh, okay. You know. Also, you got the sumac. The sumac's growing again down at the corner of uh, right down there by Los Stella's there. Mm-hmm. That's growing again. You know, right in the. So, just to let the mayor know. All right, I know the mayor listens uh, periodically, so um, thanks for calling. Okay, take care, Stu. 
I don't know what to tell you. You're on the air. Welcome. Remove that damn dead tree. Yes, remove the dead tree. (laughs) (laughs) I called about something completely different. I'm calling about receipts. Receipts. That's correct. I want to know why now when you go into a store, whether it be CVS or Walmart or anywhere else, that now you got to look at the screen. There's a little screen on the counter, and you got to hit the thing whether you want your receipt or not. Now, I'm going to tell you why that's bad, okay? This is why it's bad. Why is it bad? They got... Why is it bad? You don't take your receipt at Walmart and you got $150 worth of stuff in your grocery cart. I don't know if you're aware of this, but at Walmart and Norwich, they got people at the front door that once in a while they check your receipt to make sure that you paid for everything that you're walking out the front door with. Plus, they got a security guard in there. People probably don't know about that. No, what I... happens when you don't take your receipt and you get stopped at the front door? Oh, I paid for this, but the lady asked me if I wanted my receipt or not, and I didn't take it. Well, then... And now you go back to the counter... She has no recollection of you. That's never happened to me well, at Walmart, but I wasn't aware they're doing listen, that. Do you think this is a bad idea or not? Why don't they just give you the receipt? Is this part of the Green New Deal stuff? They can't give you a receipt <laughs> well, now, a piece if, of paper saying that you paid for an item? If it, they're going to do that, absolutely they should give you the receipt whether you want it or not. That's what I say. Mm. Well, uh, you, 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 these stores now have a computer on the front on the front, right there, and it says, you got to hit it with a, with a pen. There's a pen there. you got to hit it. If you want your receipt, you got to hit receipt, or guess what? You're not getting a receipt. You're walking away without a receipt. Well, if then, you don't hit this thing, says receipt. Then nobody should hassle you. Unless they make it mandatory that you have to take your receipt. They should give you the receipt without having that out there, yeah. is, is my point, Stu. Yeah. They should give everybody their receipt for the merchandise that they pay for. What happens if you need those receipts for tax purposes at the end of the year? Especially for, like, medicine, medication, which you can write off at the end of the year if you have a certain portion of medicine. So, so you, you think that you'd want your receipts attached to the, uh, the paper of the medicine that so, you get, correct? So now you know every time you go there, just take your receipt, you won't be hassled. Well... It's just everything that's going on in these stores lately. I I don't I, I don't know if they're w- waking up to this woke stuff, um, and everything that they're doing to the customer. They're making things tougher for the customer all the time. Um, it, it's just it's I, I don't know. I just find it disgusting. And, and it doesn't matter what store you can switch stores all you want. You're going to find the same same thing. Uh, I could see the small stores, but the, not not a store like Walmart where you buy usually you buy a lot of stuff. And you're walking out the front door without a receipt. I'm going to tell people right up front, don't do that, because you're going to get stopped, and then you're going to get accused of stealing something because you don't have a receipt. Well, let me give you devil's advocate here. They they do have a lot of shoplifting, which is unfortunately going around everywhere. But certainly they should just give you a receipt. Right. That's right. They're not going to have to chop down another tree and kill the environment over a piece of paper for a receipt. All right. Thanks, Larry. Thank you very much, Joe. Just get the receipt. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Hi, Joey. Hey, I agree with Larry, man. you got to have a receipt, Stu. I've come home, and maybe something was spoiled. Like, I bought some chicken one year for the 4th of July, and, man, when I opened it up to get it all prepared and marinated and all, it it had reek. 
That's so a I good point. That's a good point. If you want to bring yeah. something back, it makes it a lot and, easier. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a receipt, then you got to fight with the courtesy girl or the guy at the booth mm-hmm. and tell him, you know, damn well, you bought it right there. And it's like, you got to get a receipt, especially if you spend a lot of money because, you know, you can you can buy something, piece of article, clothing, whatever, and you get home and there's no button. You didn't miss a button on there or whatever. You want to bring it back. You don't have a receipt. You can't, you're, you know, you're messed up. It's no good. All right, good yeah. point. I'm, I'm after this. Uh, I'm going to get always get a receipt, always get yeah. a receipt. But I didn't see the thing on the. I didn't see the thing by the register that says yes or no for on a receipt. I'm going to look out for that because I like my receipt. When I go food shop, when I come home and I unpack all my groceries, I I check them off, right on each one, what the price was and what it was. You should actually do I that. I didn't forget anything, or I didn't get ripped off. You should do that before you leave the supermarket. You should well, check it. <laughs> You kind of can, but it, you know sometimes you're, it's in a hurry, and you can't just sit there and, and zip mm-hmm. them all off. Okay. You know, and there's people waiting. They're not going to, you know. I get it. All right. Hey, when you go, when's the when's the actual final on your, uh, you know that you yeah, that thing you're running with with the uh, personality radio and all? When's that going to be announced? Well, I don't. It's going to be over. You can't vote after June fifth, I believe. Okay. I so I'm when not... do you think they're going to announce the winner? I don't know. It'll be a while because there'll have to be a lot of tabulations. So um, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. All right. You call Donald Trump and tell him make sure all the ballots are adequate and they're in the right and they're in the right boxes too. That's true. We can all always, right, my man. I'll we, talk to you later. We can always ask for recounts. Thank you. Very, <laughs> thank you very much. Oh uh, man, mostly sunny. Seventy-six today. Tonight dark. High about 54, Tuesday cloudy start, otherwise a mix of sun and clouds. 74, 73 on Wednesday, just beautiful weather. Get to another call in just a moment. Just a nice hearing from you. Pet owners, homeowners, gardeners, and animal lovers. Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry. With over 35 years in the business, Fleming's has the products and expertise you need to make your yard the best it's ever been. Bagged in bulk mulches and soils, Jonathan Green fertilizers, dozens of organic alternatives. Check out our expanded selection of plants at our Preston store and our massive garden center in Stonington with thousands of Connecticut-grown live goods arriving weekly. Shop for quality and convenience this spring at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Why should you have your blood pressure taken regularly? I'll be back in a minute with a few reasons. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The main reason you should have your blood pressure taken regularly is that most people with high blood pressure have no symptoms. For these people, there is no other way to know if they have high blood pressure than to get blood pressure readings. Slight elevations in blood pressure can be treated with lifestyle and diet changes. But because high blood pressure can put a strain on the heart, arteries, and kidneys, a person with high blood pressure might be prescribed a medication to control it. The goal is to avoid a heart attack, a stroke, heart failure, or kidney damage. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. 
We're here for your help. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. Which is WICHAM and FM and good morning to you. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Hello there. How was your weekend? It was fine. I went to see the Red Sox at Fenway Park in Boston. Wow, I, I heard that. And I'm like, wow. So they went into eight innings? Well, it was a ten-inning game, and uh, they did win oh. eight to four. Wow. Well, I'm glad they won. Yeah, it's I'm fun sure when you go and your won. team wins, yeah. So what's but, on your mind today? Well, I I well I think I heard Larry talking about Walmart. What do they do? Want to check your receipt? Was that what he was saying? Yeah, I guess some periodically. It's never happened to me when I was there, but he said periodically they'll you bring your stuff out and they look at your receipt just to make sure everything is uh, kosher. Right. Well, uh, a few years back. The Walmart down in Waterford, a couple of guys took two big screen TVs oh, yeah. right out of the store, and and um, oh, that's, that's why they're really doing good. it. They didn't pay for it, so no. There's a lot of kleptos. Well, I hope there's not a lot, but there are some that are around, and that's why they have to keep prices a little higher to pay for the stuff that's stolen. It's a shame, really. Yeah. One other thing, what's I've, I've been worried ever since the gas and oil prices went up and I'm, I'm thinking to myself Stu, my husband worked all his life how in the heck are we going to get through this winter with the price of oil for our house what are we going to do people that are on fixed incomes I mean I would I would suppose even you and your wife that's a big expense for all oh, of us. Oh my goodness it's horrible we're just hoping by the time it gets colder again that uh things will go down in price. I mean, we could start to do that right away if they would release some of the energy that we have in this country, which we could do easily. But right, we'd rather we get it from to, other places I that would, hate us. Yeah, I, I'm worried about it, Stu. I, well, I don't worry about it now. I don't know Give how it. we're going to do it. But I'm not alone. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor or in between. Because it's going to be a lot of money to keep that oil. Our house is warm. It's going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I happened to go to East Haddam uh, over the weekend, Saturday, the hottest day, I guess. But uh, the people there, they have enormously big old houses, big. And a lot of the people are very worried of about the things going on. You know, we don't... It's amazing... Um, I went to several churches, I had things to do, and they were all worried it was, um, even to keep the churches heated, you know, that costs money, and uh, a lot of the donations for the churches are anything, Write to your congressmen, write to your senators to try to coax the president to uh, make some changes. I have uh, Congressman Courtney coming in on Wednesday. 
maybe you could ask him what does he think is going to go on. Sure. Um, yeah, because, you know, I, I like that gentleman. He's a Democrat. That don't matter to me. He seems to be a nice well, man. Well, we're going to finally he find out what he thinks about what's going on. Yeah. Um, I do not like the way this world is going, Stu. I don't like it. Um, just very, very concerned for all of us. Well, I'm concerned as well, and and we need some. About all of us, we need some different leaders. uh, Instead of voting for somebody who is a blonde or this uh, or that, vote for somebody who has the most credibility and the smartest. Well, uh, you know, well, someone spoke about uh, uh, the governor Malloy this morning. Mm -hmm. Now he he has a house in Essex, Connecticut. He bought for like a summer home, so, so he may be up in Maine. But I, so he he got fired. Did I wasn't I aware of that. I, I was not aware of that story. Uh, oh, okay. They didn't renew I his contract. All right, listen, thank uh, you. I better run along. Yes, thank you very much, Stu. And there's so many things. Maybe the person coming on the congressman can. No good. I I hope he stays on a long time with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I want to say that, first off, uh, my apologies to Candace. I was leaving her messages, and I didn't realize it was Cindy calling about mutual funds. So if she's listening, I I, I don't know if she caught it last time I called. Okay. Secondly, uh, my brother, who lives in Pennsylvania, came up last week, and he's, you know, we're from Uncasville, Norwich, and he was driving from my sister's place in Mystic, Route 12, trying um, to find Cassville, and I guess he got uh, to Norwich. He ended up going in Griswold, in Lisbon, and he said to me, Norwich looks run down. Fifty-three years later, as he was coming into trying to find Tassel of a classmate he graduated with, and that's what he said. Okay, that, that was his perspective, and I don't know what to add to that. You you know all I have to say. This is an outsider, mm-hmm. so um, exactly, it's his perspective. But he couldn't find Cassville. <laughs> you know. Uh, Did he eventually so, find it? Huh? Did he eventually find it? Eventually, yes. Okay, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Taftville's right down the road there. Hmm? Hello, all you folks in Taftville. 20 minutes before noon at WICH. Sunny today, 76, 54 tonight, 74 tomorrow with a mix of sun and clouds. We'll just quit while we're ahead. In the meantime, give us a call, 889-5252. Call us a give. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, good morning, Stu Breyer. Hi there. How you doing? Doing okay. I think somebody just mentioned your name. 
Yes, yes, I did hear her, Maria. I did hear her. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, mention me last week, and I knew uh, you know, right away it was not me. Okay. Um, about that subject. Um, thank you for sending. You that, thank you huh? for sending the uh, the entertainers that are going to be coming to the um, oh, Watch Hill. Thank you. Yeah, you got that one from the I, Watch Hill. I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so dark you can't see what's going on with the pictures, but at least you can just <clears throat> you know read what they're about. Right. Right. So it was good. So um, that's good. And then um, I'm going to send you another one later on today. Uh, different uh, area. It's, it's over for. It's another um, group. I mean, another um, uh, Ninigrit Park. You know that area? Mm, not too well. Not too well. Charles Charlestown. Oh, Charlestown. Um, okay. Ch- mm-hmm. That's uh, another place they're going to be having some music this summer. Okay. So you you go to a lot of those for this week. You go to a lot of those, right? I tried to. Yeah, I tried to, because they're all free. I mean, you got to take advantage of free. <laughs> Can't beat that, and sometimes they are really terrific, some of these uh, I know, they're wonderful, musicians. and I'm hoping, the one I just sent you, I'm hoping for at least of, of those five, I'm hoping that particular one you'll get it to go to. Yep, I remember yep. that. Yep, thank you. Yeah, I've okay, because I, I highlighted it for you. Um, and your pal, on uh, the weekends, I was going to tell you, on the weekend nights to listen to your station doesn't come in good. Last night I couldn't hear it at all, hardly. Weekend nights. To, your your station just doesn't come in powerful enough. Well, what we do is um, it's an FCC regulation that at certain times later we have to reduce our power. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it conflicts with other radio stations who have the uh, same frequencies. I wish we could keep it as strong as it is during the day. Yeah. But at night, yeah. unfortunately, we have to reduce the power little bit. That's oh, why I, I wasn't able to hear you like I'd like to hear, you know, then, last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're talking about bags, your 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 lunch bag. You can keep that over and you can use that thing over and over again. It'd be wise to use that over and over again if you could. Or um, you kind of think of the word zero waste, you know, try to use certain items several times. And um, or take a cloth bag to work uh, with your with your lunch in it instead. Then you can wash that later on. You know that's a good, it's great. Uh, you don't people don't think of it, but I'm just gonna. I got one today. I'll just fold up the bag and use it. We'll use it yeah. again tomorrow. And uh, sure, use it again and again and again. No reason not to. Because there's nothing wrong with it. Particularly the bags went up from a dollar fifty to four fifty. Huh. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I use cloth bags wherever I go. I don't use paper bags unless I'm forced to, but um, I have a lot. Of, I have about 20 cloth bags, all different sizes, so I use them no matter what I shop for, mm, either for groceries you. or other things. I know you take so, the time to do the right thing. Good for you. That's good. And I wash them. I wash them pretty often, too. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you take care, and I maybe uh, as another subject I'm going to pass uh, talk to you about maybe later on today or sometime this week. Good. So take care. Don't forget right? Dairy Queen on June 14th. Yes, I can't wait. I hope it's a good day. You know that. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Dairy Queen get-together. WICH listeners, you're welcome to come by 11 to 1. If you have a classic car or just a classic person, whatever you want, just come in and have a free ice cream, get to meet some of the folks that you hear on our show, or you can be a bystander and just enjoy it all. But everybody gets a free ice cream from Dairy Queen. WICH listeners, June 14th, 11 to 1, Dairy Queen in Taftville. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I, I was listening to the caller that uh, had a uh, 
relative visit knowledge, and they were kind of disappointed in what they saw. But no, it's, it's struggling. But you know, I I kind of consider downtown knowledge now. West Main Street is our downtown knowledge. That's where most of the activity is, mm-hmm. and the rest of it is yeah, knowledge town's pretty busy too. But too bad they didn't get to see some of the changes in knowledge that are for the better, because uh, there are some. There has been some changes that make knowledge uh, look a little more inviting, um, but uh, I, I, you know, I, it's, it's too bad they felt that knowledge was deteriorating. Deteriorating. It is struggling. There's no doubt about it. But well, a lot of a lot of places are struggling, but I don't see I don't see that deterioration unless I've just been in it so long that I. Don't notice a drastic, but I know that everybody's working very hard. I know that. Yeah, yeah everybody is. Everybody's pulling hard for for Norwich overall. Norwich. Um, I'm curious as what's going to happen in Norwich Town now that the Bank of America is is they're closed. There's only a drive-through now. Mm-hmm. Uh, ATM machine. But I got a feeling you'll see something happen there. Uh, no, we will. I don't know what, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, you know about Bank America. How I don't do any business with Bank America, but how do you do business with Bank America when they don't have an open office here in Norwich? I don't think the one on uh, West Main Street's open either. Mm, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Obviously, there's they're comfortable with what they're doing, but I mm. I don't know. Well, we I don't I I don't uh, bank by phone or by computer. I. I'm still a old school where I do it physically, and I guess things are fast disappearing. But no, I'm uh, with you. I'm with you. I, I always do it in person, and uh, mm-hmm. I like that. I, you're right. I I haven't changed yet either. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to either. So. <laughs> we may be forced. We may be forced to, but right now, I know. Yeah, I have to file something uh, that I got from the uh, state of Connecticut. Uh, to do with property, rental property, and I, I can't even, I, I have to establish an account with them mm. before I can file whatever it is they're asking me to file. So uh, I have to get a little help from family members who are familiar with computers and so forth. Well, Sue, thank you for your program. You have a lot of interesting callers and a lot of interesting ideas. Thank you so much. It's great to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. I'm a simple guy. Keep it simple. Simple, simple, simple. Everything is so... <laughs> papers, 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 more papers, more papers. Remember a contract used to be by shaking somebody's hand. <laughs> I don't know about that anymore. A handshake. That was a contract. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Excuse me. How are you? All right, thanks. Gorgeous day, 70 degrees. I'm hearing a strange noise. Excuse me? I was hearing a strange noise. I think it's okay now. No, I don't know what it is. You're hearing hearing, um, cars because I'm in a parking lot. Oh, I'm hearing cars. All right. Going down Route 12. Sounds like one of my Mm -hmm. cars. Yes. But I I pulled over. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about the border. I mean, fortunately, the um, judge has spammed them from from stopping as of today the Title 42, but that's only temporary. The, of course. You know, the White House. 
government is going to appeal it. Even though the Democrats and Republicans want to keep it the way it is, but uh, not from the top guy. But they need to do something. Um, Biden needs to get his stop this nightmare of allowing everybody in, um, which I'm sure he's not going to do, but somebody needs to stop it. Um, you know, may, maybe it's up to Congress to do something to stop it. Because I don't know if they have the guts. Town, mm-hmm. You know, small towns, like we have, a, a, you know, I wish it has around 30,000 residents. Imagine getting that many per month in your, if we got the 30,000 more in our town every month. And that's what's happening in, in Texas and the border states. <clears throat> They're getting a thousand a day in some of these towns. It's outrageous. But also, the fentanyl coming over. Now, <clears throat> I just heard today, the fentanyl, you know, not only are they putting it, you know, like um, putting it in, in your cocaine and putting it in the, the, the um, they're putting it in marijuana. They're also making fentanyl pills. And there were two fathers on um, Fox News this morning whose children, and one had a daughter and one had a son. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bought, they thought they were taking a Xanax and they were taking a, a fentanyl pill. Um, <clears throat> and we have enough drugs coming over. I mean, they catch enough drugs in one time, one time that would kill everybody in the U.S. Well, that's, would, that's, that's a reason there should be no other gray area to close that border. Yeah. Number one, you know, that's killing Americans. I never hear anything about it from the White House. No, you don't hear about that stuff on a Main Street media. Just like you haven't heard about the fact that Hillary was told about the fake um, Russian disinformation and I did mention it. I mentioned it this morning, but I wasn't. I didn't know what some of the other networks were doing. I assumed that they weren't mentioning it, but I certainly knew about it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, I knew about it because I watch Fox News, but um, they had said, I think it was Saturday night, that nobody had mentioned it. I mean, I did, I did fish around, but I, I did fish around, but I didn't hear them talking about it. Anyway, um, all right, it's a beautiful day, so So enjoy it. Enjoy. Thank you. A lot of traffic out there. We'll be right back. 889-5252 at WICH. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. The future depends on teachers who are reinventing the classroom and starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. 
If you have kids, you know the last year's been tough on them. Our teachers have kept them grounded both on screen and in the classroom. So as the school year winds down, let's salute those folks who have kept us and our kids moving back to normal. Since 1936, Core Plus Federal Credit Union's roots run deep in the educational community. Please join us in thanking our local teachers and educational staff for their dedication and selflessness this past year in educating our students during the most challenging of times. You are appreciated. Thank you from all of us at Hall Communications. Thank you for listening to us, WICH. Appreciate it. Uh, all the uh, contributions with your thoughts and viewpoints and opinions. And a lot of folks happy with our uh, 60s and 70s music at night and also uh, during the weekend. Got lots of that for you. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I'm looking for somebody to do some uh, trimming of my shrubs and bushes and lawn work. Uh, and I'd like, when they trim it, I'd like them to, you know, clean it all up and take it away. Mm-hmm. And my number is 860-887-7660. I hope I hear from somebody. I hope so, 887-7660. That's correct. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, hello, Stu. How are you today? All right, sir. Thank you. Hey, uh, can I put a couple of items for sale on the uh, on the I don't see why not. Go right ahead. Okay, I've got two air conditioning, window type, uh, small air conditioning, just like new. Uh, I would like $75 each. Uh, They're available, ready to go, ready to operate, and uh, I think it's a good time of the year right now to sell. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, my number is 860-464-2506. Four six four two five zero six. Good Correct. time to get ready. Good luck, sir. Thank you, sir. Bye bye. And occasionally, between uh, eleven forty-five and noon, we will take swap and sell calls. Of course, unless I have a guest or there's a very serious topic that we don't want to uh, miss. But other than that, you can call in with a swap and sell item and yard sales too. Certainly, we're deepening into the yard sale season. So we aim to please. As Popeye would say, we aims to please. I have to hear Keith C. Rice's impersonation of uh, Bill Clinton. I understand he has a great Bill Clinton impersonation. So I'll try to get a hold of him and he can do a little bit of that for us. You're on the air. Hi. Swaps. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, Stu. Um, I am looking for an electric frying pan. Uh, I don't have a stove in where I'm at now. And the phone is 860-333-2498. 333-2498. Yes, thank you, Grasshopper. Okay. All right. A pan handler. Oh, he's looking for a pan. 333-2498. Better Business Bureau. We do a lot of business with them. Just to give you a little bit about the Better Business Bureau, accredited business. They are up to date on all of the latest scams and flim-flams and whatever you want to call them. And they do reach out to consumers and businesses via U.S. mail. However, they will never ask for passwords information to access your personal device or personal information in a letter, which means some people may impersonate the Better Business Bureau. 
So remember, they asked me to ask you, because we're buds. They will never ask for passwords, information to access your personal device or personal information in a letter. Never. Okay? And if you'd like more information about the Better Business Bureau, it's 860-740-4500. 860-740-4500. How are we doing on the time? Yeah, we could get in a quick call or a swap and sell item if you like at 860-889-5252. I'm up for that. WICH reminds you that it's time to start voting in the Day.com Reader's Choice Awards. And when you do, don't forget to vote for WICH's Stu Breyer for Best Radio Personality. For over 52 years, Stu has ruled the airwaves on WICH, and now it's your chance to honor him. Don't forget to vote once a day. You can find the link at WICH.com with 94.5 FM and 1310 AM. WICH. Welcome to our program. Hello, Stu. So um, I can get you, like I told Dan O'Brien, in the house on FM, and the other call was right. It is a little staticky today, um, but not too bad. And then I can't, still can't get you um, on FM in the car. It still has to be AM, which, and that's always a little staticky. But you can so. get it in the house. That's unusual. Yep. Yeah. It- and, and Dan said, uh, because your towers aren't high enough, you're experiencing um, with it, experimenting with it. They're not high enough. Boy, they look high <laughs> to me. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's inter- So are they very clear in the house on FM? Yes. There's the occasional day, like even WNLC will come in a little funky if it's uh, overcast or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe stormy or something. But 99.9% of the time, I'm thrilled to get you on FM. And then when I go to the car... Um, it goes to a symphony station. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just, I thought, wait a minute, do I have the wrong station? And I had called you, and you said, gave me the, the numbers. And I said, okay, I have the right one. And Dan said, that's what happens. It just switches. And that guy, I think it was Larry, talking about the receipts. I've experienced that in the Groton Walmart as well. I had my receipt, and then the random checker would check my receipt and said, you're all set, you know, or the girl must have scanned your item wrong that didn't come out just come on back and we'll take care of it and you're like okay mm-hmm. that's if he's right though you you can ask for a printed receipt or an email receipt at um cvs yeah they say yeah they ask you that so but i've never nobody's ever checked me at cvs so. yeah yeah so well there you go we can listen either way so i'm, I'm happy just to listen to you so mm-hmm. i hope you can get that bridge on the river quiet <laughs> all right yeah i'm gonna go look for it now on the okay, break thanks thank you thanks a bridge on the river choir. We need some whistling music, huh? We'll have uh, the new lead singer of the Supremes, Whistler's Mother. See how well she sings today. News next on your number one local connection, 1310 AM WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Whichever one comes in clearer, you can check them both out. Time. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. 
I'm Steve Kathan. Well, high gas prices make this summer a bummer. I still got to live and work, so, I mean, it is what it is, and we just kind of grunt and go on with our lives. He sounds discouraged with the national average of a gallon of gas around $4.60, according to the AAA, even higher in some other surveys. Industry analyst Tom Closa says they're not headed down anytime soon. The market takes no prisoners, and the market right now wants to move higher. And what we're putting gas into these days has likely been around the block a few times. The average vehicle is now 12.2 years old, a record. The ability to sell new vehicles has been constrained while demand has been strong. People are being forced to keep vehicles on the road longer. Todd Campo is with S&P Global Mobility. There are currently a total of 283 million registered cars and trucks on American roads. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Starbucks said today it's ceasing operations in Russia and will help workers there get other jobs. It's fallout from the invasion uh, invasion of Ukraine. Today, President Zelensky told the World Economic Forum sanctions have to be pressed to the maximum. A new report commissioned by the Southern Baptist Convention describes decades of abuse and cover-ups amid clergy and leadership of the SBC, one of this country's largest Christian denominations. CBS's Nikki Batiste. The report says the SBC used its system of granting churches autonomy to deflect accountability for local offenders. But allegations of abuse go up to the very top, including a sexual assault claim against former SBC President Johnny Hunt, which he denied in a Facebook post Sunday night. Well, CBS's Jim Crisula has a story from a small city that's been all too familiar in some major ones in this country. Four teenagers were killed in two shootings with an hour of each other over the weekend in Newberry, South Carolina. Police Chief Kevin Goodman was asked if the shootings were gang-related. I can't say that at this point. We were still early, and I would hate to say that and be wrong. The local high school closed its campus and switched to virtual learning today as a precaution. Well, Pfizer said today its three-dose vaccine for children six months to under five years old is safe and effective. Regulators will consider it next. President Biden said today monkeypox is not on the same concern scale as COVID, but people should be careful. Kiran Joshi is a county medical official in Chicago. The risk to the public from monkeypox is very low. There is one confirmed case in the U.S. and two suspected ones. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 674 points. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access. Over 3030. Call 800 for disclosures and cost information. There are so many words to describe Panera's new chef's chicken sandwiches. The chicken, juicy, succulent, seared. The brioche roll, buttery and toasty. The Parmesan crisps, crunchy, tangy. The secret aioli, creamy and rich. All those words, but when you have a bite, you might just be left speechless. Panera's new chef's chicken sandwiches. Enjoy $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. 
In the restaurant business, apps used to only describe appetizers. Now, phone apps are becoming the main course. The doors are open and customers are back, but restaurants continue to face major challenges because of staffing shortages and inflation. Though some are having customers ease the strain by using a cell phone app. They actually can select an item, modify the item, and send it, and the guest is actually ordering on their phone. Colorado Restaurant Association spokesperson Mark Henson with Bar Taco. We can do this with half as many front of house team members that we had in the past. The guests like it, our team members like it, it's profitable. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. Well, six people suffered minor injuries when a bull jumped a fence at a Northern California rodeo. It zoomed through a crowd of spectators, then across a parking lot, sending people running in all directions. The bull was later caught about a half mile away. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Hey, everybody. Stomp your feet. Don't snub your toe. What do you want to do this hour? Buddy, you're a boy. Make a big noise. Playing in the street. Gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face. You big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Singing, we will, we will rock you. We Got blood on your face, a big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it out. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're an old man, poor man, pleading with your eyes, gonna make you zombie someday. You got mud on your face, big disgrace. Somebody better put your bag into your place. We will, we will rock you Sing it We will, we will rock you Everybody, we
group weren't they the group called queen and uh we're the champions everybody got to be everybody gets a trophy now it's it's the new law there <laughs> can't lose anyway we're here to bring you some fun on this lunchtime oldie break at wich especially when you have fun in triplicate here are the beach boys Told her old man now And with the radio blasting goes cruising just as fast as she can now And she'll have fun, fun, fun Till her daddy takes a tea bit away Fun, fun, fun Till her daddy takes a tea bit away Well, we're in the standard Cause she walks Looks and cries like an ace You walk like an ace now You walk like an ace She makes the 8500 Look like a Roman chariot face Look like an ace now You look like an ace 
lied And since he took your set of keys You've been thinking that your fun is all through You shouldn't have lied, no, you shouldn't have lied But you can come along with me Cause we got a lot of things to do now You shouldn't have lied, no, you shouldn't have lied And we'll have fun, fun, fun Now that daddy took the T-bird away Fun, 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 now that daddy took the T-bird away Fun, 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 now that daddy took the T-bird away Fun, 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 now that daddy took the T-bird away The most popular groups in our lifetime, the Beach Boys, just kept coming up with one hit after another. Well, let's see. We're going to start to see the butterflies uh, doing their thing, getting out of the cocoon. It's about time, right? It's been a long winter for them. Right now, they're a little elusive. Here's Bob Lynn from 66. You might wake up some morning To the sound of something moving past your window in the wind And if you're quick enough to rise You'll catch the fleeting glimpse of someone's fading shadow Out on the new horizon You may see the floating motion of a distant pair of wings And if the sleep has left your ears You might hear footsteps running through an open meadow Don't be concerned, it will not harm you It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of Across my dreams, with nets of wonder I chase the bright elusive butterfly of love You might have heard my footsteps Echo softly in the distance Through the canyons of your mind I might have even called your name As I ran searching after something to believe in You might have seen me running Through the long abandoned ruins Of the dreams you left behind If you remember something there that glided past you Followed close by heavy breathing Don't be concerned, it will not harm you It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of Across my dreams, with nets of wonder I chase the bright elusive butterfly of love Nets of wonder I chase the bright elusive butterfly of love Nets of wonder, huh? That's a one-hit wonder right there. Pretty song, too. It was a very nice hit there for Bob Lynn. We were talking about this song earlier. 
played a little whistling music today because it's a good day to whistle. The River Kwai March and Colonel Bogey March were done by Mitch Miller and his orchestra. And that was originally released in 1957. So here's Mitch Miller and the gang puckering up for this tremendous hit in 57. For those who haven't whistled in a long time, don't wait for the kettle. Just join in. March and the Bridge of the River Kwai, and there you have it on a whistling kind of day. Here at Falvey's with our Memorial Day sales event, there are a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 spring off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride that you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event. We're sure to have something to fit your needs. Stop in to see us or visit us 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Summer and Dairy Queen 
are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear to ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Hello, this is Charlie from ACDC Industrial Electric. We are looking to hire a diesel engine tech or an industrial diesel engine tech to join our team. This person should have knowledge of all major brands of diesel engines, such as Detroit, two and four stroke, Cummins, Caterpillar, John Deere, and Isuzu, to name a few. Some knowledge of generator operation as well is a plus. Also, a CDL license is a plus, but not required. Typical work week is 40 hours plus with overtime. We offer a full benefits package, including health, eye, dental, disability, and 401. The position comes with a company service truck. If interested, please call or text me, Charlie, at 860-287-6981. Pay will be based on experience. ACDC Industrial Electric is the region's leading Generac residential, commercial, industrial power generation dealer. All right, nice afternoon to listen to some great tunes. Turn up the radio, take us along with you. 72 degrees at the moment. It's amazing how some singers get one hit, and they're good. It shows you how good the superstars are that have 10, 15, or 20 hits. But still, even with one hit, how many people in the world have one hit? So be proud of that one hit. Here's Kathy Jean and The Roommates.
Bobby Benton had such a, and I guess he's still singing, which I hope he's doing okay, but he had such a great career that he would take lots of songs out of the past and record them. Songs that were hits. It was amazing. Totally amazing. Songs like Blue Velvet that was originally a hit for Tony Bennett. There, I've Said It Again, which was a hit for Vaughn Monroe. And so many. But when Bobby sang them, sometimes they became more popular than the original hit. And here's the uh, Bobby Vinton version of that song you just heard by Kathy Jean, Please Love Me Forever. Sold more copies than uh, the original. Both of them are good. Please love me forever Don't forget me ever Just listen to my plea Please don't stop loving me You're in my dreams nightly Don't take my love lightly Begging on bended knees Please don't stop loving me Oh, when I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord your love I'll keep If I should die before I wake I'll come back for you That's no mistake Oh, I'll love you forever Can't forget you ever Our love was meant to be Loving me when you like better. Ah, they're both good. We thought we would play them both for you today on WICH on our lunchtime oldie show. A lot of groups have weird names, and this is one that's called themselves The Blues Magoos. <laughs> You've heard of Mr. Magoo, right? This is a group called The Blues Magoos, and we haven't played a Blues Magoos song in a very long time, so I think today could be the day when we hear the Blues Magoos. See if you remember this song. Here we go. Blues, 
it's not Mr. McGrew, is it? It's the Bruce McGrew. Oh, yeah, there it is. We remember that. was a hit from the Blues Magoos, and after that, they didn't have anything or nothing, but uh, good song, Out of the Blue. We played that for you. You remember Bob Dylan when he went to the Newport Folk Festival and people got angry with him or booing him off the stage because he wasn't singing a lot of his folk songs. He was starting to sing songs like folk rock. Called it folk rock music. And his followers were just not accustomed to it. But then... They settled in and they started to love that as well. Here's an example of one of the biggest hits from 1965, considered a folk rock song. Like a Ronin Stone! Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, threw the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you. Say beware, doll, you're bound to fall You thought they were all I'm kidding you You used to laugh about Everybody that was hanging out Now you don't talk so loud Now you don't seem so proud about having to be scrounging your next meal. How does it feel? How does it feel to be without a home? 
it's lonely, but you know you only used to get juiced in it. Nobody's ever taught you how to live out on the street, and now you're gonna have to get used to it. You say you never compromise with a mystery tramp, but now you realize. Selling any alibis as you stare into the vacuum of his eyes and say, Do you want to make a deal?
Sometimes I used to think he sang and played the harmonica at the same time, but that's not an easy thing to do. All right, Bob Dylan, one of his biggest hits, like a Rolling Stone. Nothing to do with the group Rolling Stones. Playing a lot of one-hit wonders today, and um, this is a, a gal who had a song called Billy, Kathy Lynn. Great song, but I don't know what happened to her after that, but here's Billy. She likes Billy. And I'm at a Billy Club. For when I walk, I always walk with Billy. Cause Billy knows just where to walk. And when I talk, I always talk with Billy. Cause Billy knows just how to talk. And when I die, I always dine with Billy. He takes me where I catch my fill. Want you to know I love him so. I just wanna be with Bill. she married Billy or not, but uh, she had a great hit about him. That was about 1958-ish. That's when I say what I'm not sure. I just put an ish at the end of it. In the meantime, will will we be hitting the road on this Memorial Day or with gas prices? We'll be uh, hanging out. Here's a little road song with the canned heat. We had a little bit of canned heat yesterday, didn't we? Some places had 92 or so. High humidity, much nicer today. Lower humidity and the high today, about 76. Put the top down and be on the road again. I'm so tired of crying, but I'm out on the road again. I'm on the road again. But I'm so tired of crying, but I'm out on the road again. I'm on the road again. I ain't got no woman just to call my special friend You know the first time I traveled out in the rain and snow In the rain and snow You know the first time I traveled out in the rain and snow In the rain and snow I didn't have no pharaoh, not even no place to go And my dear mother left me when I was quite young When I was quite young And my dear mother left me when 
was quite young, when I was quite young. She said, Lord, have mercy on my wicked son. Don't you cry no more, don't you cry no more Take a hint from me, mama, please Don't you cry no more, don't you cry no more Cause it's soon one morning Down the road I'm gone But I ain't going down that Long old lonesome road Did he have, does he have a really funny voice on the road? Anyway, it's whatever his voice is. He certainly had a big hit with that song, Canned Heat, on WICH. And they were not one-hit wonders. They were a group that had several hits. And that particular one was uh, one of them. But you knew that. Stu Breyer with you, WICH, mixing them up for you. And it's all absolutely free. It's one of the few things that hasn't gone up in price these days. It's our lunchtime oldies, and don't forget on the weekends, you can certainly enjoy 60s and 70s hits all weekend long. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. See, I told you I wouldn't lie to you. Every weekend, enjoy the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Mixing them up for you. We like to do that uh, every day. A little bit different from the other folks. And enter into certain uh, decades. Sometimes we go way back. Isn't it great, though, to have a friend, particularly some that are called rainy day people, who really know when they need a call or you need a call and... Well, here's the story. Gordon Lightfoot. Rainy day people always seem to know when it's time to call. Rainy day people don't talk, they just listen till they've heard it all. Rainy day lovers don't lie when they tell you they've been down like you 
get lonely All you really need is that rainy day love Rainy day people all know There's no sorrow they can rise above Rainy day lovers don't love any others That would not be kind Rainy day people all know how it hangs on a peace of mind Rainy day lovers don't lie when they tell you They've been down there too Rainy day people don't mind if you cry on a tear or two Rainy day people always seem to know when you're feeling blue High stepping strutters who land in the gutter sometimes need one too Take it or leave it Or try to believe it If you've been down too long Rainy day lovers don't hide love inside They just pass it on Rainy day lovers don't hide love inside They just pass it on Hope you're blessed with rainy day, people. It's uh, Gordon Lightfoot on WICH. Let's see what year we should go to now. What do you think? How about this one? 1970. Too busy watching those old raindrops fall. 
right, matey. Right, Captain Ride. Just watch out for Jaws. You ever try to parallel park one of those ships? It's, it's tough doing. Well, it's spring. Time when a young man's fancy turns to love. Here's a gal who's fallen. Her name is Connie Francis. She's got that feeling. You know it. Here it is. I got the feeling I'm a falling. It's all because of you Like I was walking on a tightrope I thought that love could never touch me Yeah, I was riding high And then my ivory tower toppled And I tumbled from the sky I got to feeling I'm a falling Love, you're the reason why They love could never touch me It's an interesting expression. I'm falling for you. Could you just stand up and hug me? <laughs> I fell in... Should be I stand in love with you. Anyway, here are the Beatles. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true? And help me understand. Because I've been in love before. And I found that love was more than just holding hands. If I give my... From the very start That you Would love me more than her If I trust in you Oh please Don't run and hide If I love you too Oh please Don't hide Love you 
Sheelands we are too Cause I couldn't stand the pain And I would be sad if our new love was in vain So I hope you see that I would love to love you She learns we are too If I fell in love with you We're going to talk to some folks from the Horizon Camp and uh, wait to hear this um, remarkable place after the news at one. Speaking of camp, are you sending your little one to Camp Granada? Don't worry, he'll get used to it. Perhaps. You'll miss the little darling, won't you? Hello, mother. Hello, father. Here I am at Camp Granada. Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. He developed... Poison Ivy You remember Leonard Skinner He got ptomaine poisoning last night after dinner All the counselors Hate the waiters And the lake has Alligators And the head coach Wants no sissies So he reads to us From something called Ulysses Now I don't want this should scare you, but my bunkmate has malaria. You remember Jeffrey Hardy? They're about to organize a searching party. Take me home, oh motherfucker! Take me home. I hate Granada. Don't leave me. Out in the forest where I might get eaten by a bear Take me home I promise I will not make noise Or mess the house with other boys Oh please don't make me stay I've been here one whole day <laughs> Dearest father Darling mother How's my precious little brother? Let me come home if you miss me. I would even let Aunt Bertha hug and kiss me. Wait a minute. It stopped hailing. Guys are swimming. Guys are sailing. Playing baseball. Gee, that's better. Modafada, kindly disregard this letter. Tremendous hit for a very, very funny person, Alan Sherman. Hello, mother. Hello, father. He also had a sequel to that two years later in 1964. Let's get to the news, and then we'll talk about a very fine camp that uh, so many people can enjoy. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. It is now 1 o'clock. Here's the beep. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. More than two years into the pandemic, a hopeful sign for parents who want to get their very young children vaccinated. Pfizer tells government regulators its COVID vaccine is safe and effective for those between six months and under five years old. CBS's Dr. David Agus. Three-shot vaccine is administering these young children blocked symptomatic illness by over 80%. As we hear from CBS's Jim Crisula, for some, the pandemic is history. Even as COVID-19 cases are again on the rise nationwide, wide. A third of Americans say the pandemic is over, and a broad majority say their own lives are at least somewhat back to normal. That's according to a new Gallup poll. It also found that half of U.S. adults don't think their lives will ever return to pre-pandemic normalcy. Well, gas prices have gone up 13 days in a row. Experts say that's never happened before. CBS's Christopher Cruz says the ride up is likely to continue. Tom Closa is the global head of energy analysis for the Oil Price Information Service. You know, the The market takes no prisoners, and the market right now wants to move higher. Closa says there's little that governments can do to bring down the price of gasoline, but he says there is something that would cause prices to drop like a rock. If we wake up one morning and the Putin regime is gone, I think we see oil prices come down very, very quickly. Well, Starbucks said today it will cease operations in Russia. It's the latest big business move since the invasion of Ukraine. The company had just a small footprint there. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky imploring business and political leaders at the World Economic Forum to slap more sanctions on Russia. He says things are at a turning point as the invasion enters its fourth month. CBS's Nancy Cordes posed the key question to President Biden today in Tokyo. Would the U.S. get involved militarily if China invades Taiwan? And he said yes. For years, the U.S. has had a policy of so-called strategic ambiguity when it comes to Taiwan, a self-governed island that China considers its territory. A top Chinese spokesman fired back at Mr. Biden. Taiwan is purely China's internal affair, he said. We won't stand for any an interference. The White House sought to soften the president's stance, claiming our policy has not changed and that Mr. Biden simply committed to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. And checking Wall Street's a good day for stocks. The Dow is up 620 points. The Nasdaq's up 130. The S&P is up 83. This is CBS News. It's a day to honor, to remember, to reflect. This Memorial Day, honor our fallen soldiers with TAPS across America. For more information, go to cbs.com TAPS. It's a day to honor, to remember, to reflect. This Memorial Day, honor our fallen soldiers during the National Moment of Remembrance with TAPS across America. CBS is inviting musicians across the country to play the military bugle called TAPS at 3 p.m. local time and pay tribute to the veterans we've lost. For information on how to participate in TAPS across America, go to cbs.com TAPS. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. 
fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. It's a pleasure to talk with a young lady who truly cares about children and adults with special needs. And uh, she has, uh, she was the one who founded Horizon. Horizon. Welcome, Chris. Well, thank you very much, Stu. It's lovely to be here with you. Just learning so much about Horizon. You're going to tell us about it right now, you know, and um, certainly I'll have you do it. Horizon's uh, it's been around since the 70s. For those that are not familiar with it, tell us about your concepts. Well, we started uh, in the era when public school education for folks with developmental disabilities was just in its infancy. And that was in actually uh, 1975 that we started our first our first camp program, and in 1973 was the first law that mandated a free and appropriate public education for folks with intellectual disabilities. So we were in college at the time that that was happening, and thought um, it would be a great opportunity for us to um, provide a camp program for folks with intellectual disabilities. So we went out and did that for for a number of years. We first started off as Camp Crossroads in Wyndham Center, which some people may, remend- may remember locally on Route 14. And um, we didn't really know anything about business. So someone said, oh, you should start a, a for-profit subchapter S corporation. So we did. We ran that for about five years and then realized we could probably do a little bit better if we uh, had a nonprofit organization that people could donate to because we weren't charging what it actually cost to run the the program and we could get some donations and whatnot. So in 1979, we uh, reorganized ourselves as uh, Camp Horizons and uh, continued operations and grew things from there. Well, you've got a good heart to pursue this, and it's a nonprofit, so the donations work very well, and obviously it's uh, working very well at Horizons. Is that right? It is. Uh, 43 years later, we're still growing and expanding and providing summer camp and year-round services for people with intellectual disabilities. We have uh, supported living opportunities for people that can live the life they want to live in uh, an apartment or a home or a condo, and we have uh, 13 different sites that we support um, a variety of people in there. And we also offer educational support services for students that need something in addition to their local school opportunity. Uh, or a transition from their high school to adult services for job uh, exploration and and whatnot. Um, And then we offer Horizon Supported Employment and Options Services, uh, where we help people find jobs that match their different interests and abilities. And uh, for the options folks, they are in more or less a retirement mode. Uh, And we make um, uh, activities for them that meet their their needs, whether it's volunteering someplace or just socializing with friends and, and having some um, really nice social experiences. We're, we're um, trying to provide folks, uh, for, for folks as they get older, and maybe some of those folks may have some physical uh, disabilities as well. Mm-hmm. I think it may, may be surprising to some folks, Chris, when uh, someone with developmental disabilities, uh, you know, can latch on to something like work and you say well I didn't know they could do that do you find that uh, to be true absolutely 
um, we're all about exploring what people can can do what that might be out of the box is mm-hmm. really a good way to put it. Um, we, we never want to limit someone by their diagnosis. We always want to look for what opportunities they might have um, that could really enhance their lives. And we have found out that you can never put a lid on what someone can do. We're, we're always amazed by the tenacity of the folks that we support and their willingness and their desire to do even more. We have folks that are working in competitive employment side-by-side side with other people um, in a variety of settings all around uh, eastern Connecticut. Um, and uh, we also support a young lady named Carrie who's an artist. and She has her own art studio and gallery in Willimantic. Um, so the, the possibilities mm-hmm. are, are endless. It's, we, we really never try to limit anyone in any way. It's kind of sad when you think of years ago, Chris, when uh, somebody would say, oh, they have this disability and that's that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's what was really our motivation, Stu, to try to think outside the box because we were young and uh, had no limits to our own, uh, what we thought we could do. So why should we limit the folks with intellectual disabilities? So that was the impetus for us to start really being creative and thinking, well, you know, um, there's, there's no reason someone couldn't do this particular job without a coach helping them. And so we started to formulate our supported employment program in that manner, one person at a time, going to one job, and let's see how, let's see how that works out and, and what kind of supports they need to be successful. So if there were, you know, ten aspects of the job that they were doing and maybe they had trouble with three of them, well, the coach would pitch in and make sure that those three elements could get completed so that the employer would have a completely uh, um, uh, complete package by by hiring mm-hmm. the horizons um, uh, individual and and that's the way we've operated uh, ever since and we really are excited about the potential of the folks that we have and don't don't limit ourselves so we're talking with uh, Chris uh, McNabo who is uh, in uh, Windsor she was the founder of horizons and let's uh, let's go to camp a little bit with you your summer camp is starting very soon and you do a lot of uh, Reading about it, a lot of terrific things at your camp. Tell yes. us about that. The camp is the signature program that we started everything else from. So it was a soft spot in my heart for the camp program. Um, as a matter of fact, our agency was called Camp Horizons right up until the 80s when we, we were branching out and doing all of these other services and thought we might be more inclusive by renaming our organization's Horizons. So... Um, but the camp is really the the founding program of everything that we've done, and we feel that uh, our campers uh, would enjoy the same kind of activities that any any young person would love uh, in a summer camp. So we have very traditional programs such as swimming, arts, health and fitness, drama, performing arts, pioneering, music, language arts, physical education, science, all kinds of programs that folks really enjoy, and we have. Um, fabulous instructors that uh, plan activities for the groups of campers to attend and counselors that accompany them to all of these programs and help them wherever they need help. And um, being a residential camp, everyone lives here on grounds in South Wyndham uh, for the duration of the summer. We start on June 19th and we go until July 16th. And then we take a week off, close everything down for a week, and return to prepare for the next two-week session starting Mm -hmm. July 24th until August 20th. So for a person starting off in their career, or really anyone who wants a dynamic summer experience to work 
hands-on with our folks, having them enjoy these activities. Um, this is a great summer job. And it's not a, you don't get paid by the hour. It's a stipend, as all residential camps are in Connecticut. But the experience that you get in the uh, cumulative nine weeks of work with, with uh, orientation is really, it's really equivalent to having worked a much longer period of time because you're living with the folks and attending all the programs and really understanding what makes them tick, what are the best ways to help them enjoy the programs and, and teach them, and having fun yourself. So you can help out those with um, take medications or maybe uh, they have uh, disabilities like seizure disabilities and diabetes and asthma, behavioral mm-hmm. impairments. Uh, you can cover all of that? Yes, we have a, um, a team of health center staff that helps us uh, with the medical side of things. We have a nurse uh, on grounds, an RN, all the time, and we have a full complement of health center staff. Many of them are nursing students that have gone through a rigorous program to learn how to properly dispense uh, medications. And uh, we get a lot of information. Our director of camper and health services, Michelle Heimel, gathers all kinds of detailed information about each camper so that we know exactly what their needs are and can, can plan a- accordingly. And we think that should be no impediment to being able to enjoy um, a robust camp program. Uh, those are all things that are very manageable. And um, as long as someone doesn't have a critical uh, illness, we feel like we're able to support those folks mm-hmm. um, to really enjoy their their summer vacation. Even some some things like vision losses, things like that, you can. Mm-hmm. Well. Yes, um, people who have a visual impairment or might be blind, or some folks who have um, hearing loss or might be deaf. Many of us are are uh, fluent in sign language and can help those folks enjoy their experience as well. Their primary. Um, their primary disability is, though, that they are uh, folks that have intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they have secondary challenges, we're up for it. So how many uh, young people can you accommodate, and how would they get information from you? At one time, we have this summer the ability to take 110 campers, and we're full, by the way, Stu. We are full and have an active waiting list uh, because wow. we used to be able to take much more uh, but we can't, uh, with this staffing crisis that we're dealing with due to the COVID, um, we really w- want to make sure that you know, we get the right staff that want to have this, um, this experience. And so we're going to be able to take 110 campers this summer, and uh, that's in each one of the two-week sessions that we have. So it'll be over 400 campers for the summer, and um, they will be able to... Um, enjoy the activities while they're here for the two weeks uh, that they're joining us. So we're, we're looking today to see if there's a few more folks that would like to be cabin counselors with us this summer and, mm-hmm. and enable that fabulous experience that can be both life-changing for the individual with special needs as well as the, the staff. We, we learn something new every year. And it's uh, no matter how many years we've been working at it, it's uh, a growing experience for all of us each year. Um, so we're looking for a few more people that would like to join us. Orientation starts on June 12th for our general orientation. Our leadership staff is already here. Some of them have already uh, arrived. 
Many of them come from uh, all over the United States and from other countries as well. No kidding, and that's they're amazing. They're huh? arrive now, so we can begin leadership um, orientation uh, this coming week at the end of this week, and then uh, general orientation will begin on June twelfth and go right up until the eighteenth when the campers arrive the next day on June nineteenth. So we'd like to get it all set up for you. Because you need some a few more, so would they they would just call you, or what would the yeah. best thing they should do? They should call Horizons at eight six zero four five six ten thirty two, or even better than that, go right online to horizonsct.org, and we have information there that you can look at with uh, giving yourselves a little bit more. Um, info about the the camp program, and then uh, fill out a very short application, and the director Scott Lambeck will get right back to you and set up an interview so you can know firsthand what to expect. Sometimes people can come out here to the camp in South Windham to uh, see what we're all about and have an in-person interview, or if that's not possible, we can do Zoom, telephone, all kinds of things. So what's an average day, Chris, of one would expect at the camp? Well, you wake up somewhere around 7.30, 7 o'clock, depending on how long it takes you to really wake up, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, get dressed, and then come to breakfast at 8.30 in the morning. Um, we have a, a chef here on grounds and a full kitchen crew in addition to um, our whole uh, medical team and our maintenance staff and everybody to help round out your experience. So you come for breakfast, um, and you eat, we eat family style as a group, and then at about uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30, you go back to your cabin, get ready for the day's activities that uh, start about 10 o'clock, and then programs are usually uh, about 45 minutes in length, and we start with three programs in the morning and four in the afternoon. Um, we obviously serve lunch and dinner and then end out the day with our evening activities that are usually group-style activities with a musician coming or an entertainer of some type, or maybe we have our own talent show, all kinds of cool things. And uh, get back to your cabin around 8.30 or so and get, get ready for bed for 9, 9.30 at night. It's a very full day, so... You're pretty, you're pretty tired by the end of the day and uh, ready for a good night's sleep. must be very uh, rewarding to see progress with some of these young people um, from the beginning of the camp to the end, huh? Very much so, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we've really been able to uh, see folks grow up with us uh, over the years. We have a lot, a lot of returning campers, and that makes um, our explanation of the campers to the new staff very detailed because we really know these folks and they've been coming for years and really look forward to coming all year long. Uh, they send us ideas of things they'd like to do and they want to who they want to share a cabin with and give us all kinds of good suggestions that we we take readily and um, and really uh, plan the programs and the activities around them. And we've had some folks that started with us when they were in elementary school as a camper and then are still with us past graduation into their 20s and 30s. And um, they really uh, they really have grown up and shown a lot of independence, and uh, that's very gratifying for all of us. So what age are we talking about to um, go to your camp? Well, our campers start mostly at eight. Well, we say at age eight, but actually there's very few eight-year-olds that, that come. It's mostly 10 
to uh, through their teens and 20s mm-hmm. and 30s. And actually, we haven't turned anybody away for a while. And so we have campers that are coming that are well into their 60s, and, and uh, they enjoy the master's session, which we call the, the slightly older folks session is the master's. And um, they do the same activities as everyone else, just slightly, um, perhaps a little less walking, and we group the activities near each other so they don't have to spend the, as much time getting from place to place. And we do have golf carts that we can drive them around in if need be. All of our cabins now have air conditioning, I'm happy to say, so that in these really hot days, we have places we can cool down and get a good night's sleep in, in your cabin. Our our new uh, Commons dining facility has air conditioning and is a place that we have a number of activities as well in inclement weather. And um, we're happy to have a pretty accessible grounds that people can navigate uh, as they enjoy the, the 40 acres that we have here at uh, Horizons. Before we depart, Chris, would you want to share one particular story with a person that... Uh and I'm sure there are a lot of terrific stories of some people that you've uh, had at the camp and how they've developed. Well, that, you're right, Stu. There are a lot of stories. Um, but I can, I definitely can recall a young man that started with us when he was about 10 or 11 years old and mm-hmm. wasn't sure he really wanted to be here um, and uh, kind of uh, resisted getting involved with a lot of the activities and took a back seat to things. Um, and... And as he got more comfortable with his counselors, it was the counselor that really brought him out of his shell a bit and said, let's try it together. Let's do it. You and I will do it together. And that really was important for him, that he had um, a a buddy to do things with. And over the years, he would come back and seek out that same counselor. And the counselor was with us for probably five or six summers um, before he moved on to a more permanent position and wasn't available. But that really opened up that young man's uh, eyes so much so that he was able to, uh, when he was in high school, get a job in a grocery store, which his parents never thought that that would happen. And I, I know now, nowadays a lot, a lot more is possible. And we see a lot of our mm-hmm. folks out in uh, mainstream uh, jobs, which is fabulous. But back then that was rather unique. And uh, he, he still stays in touch with us and comments on our social media, on Facebook, and um, sends us pictures of what he's doing now, and he's since moved out of state. But every once in a while, he'll come back for a visit, and actually, a couple of summers ago, he started coming back again as a camper and uh, and really enjoyed uh, the adult program that we have. So talk about watching people grow up. This is certainly the opportunity that we have here for our campers and for our staff as well. Good for you, Chris, being CEO and co-founder of Horizons. Uh, Anything else we need to know before we close out this uh, portion of our program? And we'll get that number again for you. Um, Yeah, we'd we'd really just like folks to give us another thought for this summer. You know, you can can have a summer job making money anytime. Uh, While you're young and you can afford to um, have a job that really changes the path of what you might do with your life, that's the time to do it. And I'd really hope that some people can give thought to uh, having a job where you get to know yourself uh, much better, as well as you start to learn about folks with intellectual disabilities who are going to be your neighbors and people that you you shop with and people you interact with all throughout your community. And, And this makes you a really informed member of society that can say, I've given back and I understand what these folks um, are all about, and I support the initiatives that, that make them 
uh, more independent and more successful in their lives. That's great, Chris. 860-456-1032, horizonct.org, right? That's it. That's it, Stu. Have a great season. It's a pleasure talking to you, and you're doing some great things. Thank you very much, Stu. Appreciate it. All right. You're very welcome. Stu Breyer with your WICH. Our number here is 889-5252. Horizons. Isn't that wonderful? When you think of people with special needs and they were, years ago, they'd be in a special class and that would be it. No one think, well, let's try and see if they would do this, if you like this, or if they can come out of their shell and meet people and enjoy life. It's uh We've made a lot of progress there, that's for sure. Let me take a break and uh, check in with us at 889-5252. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you, but our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it. We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors. From the coasts of Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New Jersey. The small communities of Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. To the dense forests of New Hampshire, Vermont, and New York, and historic Washington, D.C., We are here for our hometowns. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. Which is WICH 1310 AM and 94.5 FM. Our WICH weather becoming sunny. Let me check my Stu Doppler window. It has become sunny. It's not becoming anymore. Sunning, sunny is quite becoming. Cooler, less humid today, 76. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy with a brief shower overnight, 54. Tuesday, a cloudy start, otherwise a mix of sun and cloud, 74. Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy, the high, 73. 73 now. Before we get to uh, some phone calls, I want to remind you that you can get free test kits. Free test kits for COVID. Free. Okay, so be safe, friends and family, and you can call this number, 1-800-232-0233. These are offered by the U.S. government via the post office, 232-0233, If you missed that number, call me and I'll give it to you again. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi there. Are you there? I'm here. Hi. Are you hey, there? Hey. Yes. I was trying to comment on your uh, guest there. Mm-hmm. And with developmentally disabled people, whether it's physical or mental, um, I remember when I was in camp, I, I had an operation, so I couldn't get any scruffle if I was mad with a kid or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, I was a little kid. but um, So I just had to uh, say, yes, that's okay, all the time. 
And uh, when I was when I went swimming, I was big for my age, so I was this bigger kid, and that gave me it was more of a target. So when I used to go swimming off of the dock, and there were all the other kids that used to dunk me, and I couldn't do anything about it. So basically, what I'm saying is, in camps like that, even though it's this you know disability type thing, you know people are people. So how do they handle? checking on that because if i if i told anybody like a camp counselor or official or my mother um i I just didn't want to because then they'd probably do it worse that's an interesting question you have i think times have changed a lot since you went to camp and they're very thorough at watching what's going on with kids individually but that's what happens in school, as you know. People are afraid they get bullied all year, and they're afraid to say anything because they think it's going to get worse. Yeah. However, it's scrutinized yeah. much more carefully now, and there are the more punishments. I know and, that. And some, some kid kicked me in the groin, so I only had one instead of two after that. So it was pretty difficult. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to comment on that because, you know, if it's a camp for everybody or for disabled people, it's still a camp, and people are still people, so they all have to. So you must. The so you didn't talk to your mother about it at all. Um, I, I did uh, recently, but not when I was a little kid. I was afraid. I was supposed to mm-hmm. be tough, but you know, when I came home, but I was bullied at camp. So it was See, I would recommend, you know, people to talk to their parents about it, and the parents could talk with some of the supervisors, and it wouldn't necessarily connect with you, but they would be certainly willing to watch closer yeah hopefully that wouldn't get to the people that were doing it because mm-hmm. then they would do it more. Well, i'm sorry you went through went to, had to go to a, a stayed home because her mother couldn't care for her for a while how many years said, uh, you know that we're, you're going to get it worse if you tell on us how many years did you go through this that sounds horrible no it was only it was two years mm-hmm. and um you know, dunking is almost, I guess, like a waterboard, but for real. And, um, the you know, getting hit in the groin and all this stuff. I was big, but I was weak because I just had a re- major reconstruction surgery. Yeah, as no, a I understand. Kid, and I knew if somebody punched me in the stomach, it's weak there. Just like if somebody had a heart operation, they can't drive because, you know, it's weak there and it'll come out. If, you know. So is it something you had to do, go to camp for two years or... No, I think uh, it was just a fun thing my, my father and mother wanted me to go to, but I never told them anything about well, it. I wish you did, because they would have said, hey, I'm taking my son out of that camp. Yeah, All yeah. Right. So anyway, it was Watchog through the YMCA mm-hmm. in Charlestown, but, you know, a lot of the people were good. I don't want to vilify anyone. No, I understand, but, but a couple of people can ruin your summer, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. So I got only one instead of two because of that that camp. So, hey, Stu, bye. All right, thanks. Hmm. W-I-C-H-I. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. It was interesting to uh, hear that um, and hear Wonder Man. Yeah, I had my own experiences with camps in in the 60s, and I guess kids are just kids. They'll be mean to you. They can be very mean, especially... Time frame it is nothing new under the sun. Um, hey, um, here uh, a serious thing and then a silly thing. Okay, seriously silly. Go ahead. All right, you're you're gonna hear this. Dan Bongino is reporting that on February 22nd, 
nine Wuhan lab scientists came out with a report on monkeypox. Isn't that interesting? He's up in arms. So you'll probably be hearing it if you follow Dan Bongino. I do follow him, yes. Okay. And now, here's something silly. Um, did you ever hear of William Shatner? He had an album, and he did Rocket Man. No, I didn't. I, oh. I know of him for sure, but I didn't know he did a, an album uh, singing. If you want to crack up laughing, and I am not kidding. I mean, you got to play William Shatner, Rocket Man. It is the funniest interpretation of that song and, you know, the way he talks, you know, because uh, it's that modern song, Rocket Man, da 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 Elton you know. John, yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but he does it, and you will laugh. And then over the weekend, so many things that are lies and stuff coming out of D.C. I'm sitting here, and I pictured Joe Biden with a big red clown nose on, and I started laughing, because you either laugh or you cry, because the country is going down the tubes. But then, afterwards, I started thinking, wait a minute. He would have the evil clown face on with what's going on right now. But anyway, but anyway, I'm telling you, Rocket Man by William Shatner. Does he sing it or does he just talk the words? Oh, he's, well, it's a combo. You get the music, you get him saying it. And it's just as goofy as um, that, oh, I can't think of that guy that talks about going to camp. Camp Granada, remember how he did that? Helen Sherman, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's silly like that. Oh, I wish I uh, had a, could get a copy. Maybe I can find a copy of it. You probably can, because you can go on YouTube, type it in, Rocket Man by William Shatner, and it will play. Because I said, I want to hear this. I heard about it. I wanted to hear it, it's and not, I started uh, laughing. It's not new, is it? It's something you recorded a long no, time ago? No, no. I don't believe it's new. No, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, it's not recent. I'll tell you that. Okay? All right, Susan, I will right. do some research. Thank yep. you. William Shatner, he's about 90 now. It looks like he's 60 or 50. That's space food is very good for you. Mostly sunny today, 76. Uh, this portion of our program is an open topic. If you'd like to check in on any topic, you're welcome to do so. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. All right, let's see what we have here. We have um, on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we have, well, we've got a lot of guests. Mr. Courtney will be in. Joe Courtney, Congressman Joe Courtney, scheduled to be on our program at 11 o'clock. Also, I think this week we'll have the uh, Mark Shapiro, who wrote a book called Beetle Wives. A lot of Beetle fans, and there's been so many Beetle books, but I don't think there's been anything written about the Beetle Wives. What they had to go through being living with the the Beatles. I've got that book about halfway through. It's really fascinating. Fascinating stories. So, 
We will do that. Also, the big news over the weekend, if you hadn't heard it, uh, Hillary Clinton gave the approval of the Russian scam to a Clinton aide to spread it through the news. And he admitted it in a courtroom. Probably tired of hearing about the Clintons and everything, but these are things that everybody, not everybody, people suspected, and it shows you uh, just what she's all about, if you want to get the truth, but that's the deal. In the meantime, we don't have to talk politics or anything else. Uh, The end of the show on Thursday last week, we talked about people who are superstitious about different things. And it really was interesting. And it's nothing to be ashamed of because I think everybody has some little superstition. And if you'd like to share yours, you're not alone because just about everyone has one, even as silly as you might think it is. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get an obligation offer to sell or trade it. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. All right, got a couple of things to tell you about that are happening, and so many things are going on now with the season here, May, uh, good weather. People getting out a whole lot more, and they're very excited about it. Let me tell you that the Veterans Coffee House, second Tuesdays, Montville Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 11. Veterans can socialize and receive information regarding veterans' benefits and services. The number is 425-6617 if you would like more information. That's the Montville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Montville. So you may want to look into that. Boy, these gatherings for the veterans are certainly uh, becoming very, very popular. And a lot of the towns now have these special gatherings. I think it's a great thing. Welcome. You're on the air. Stu Breyer. Yes, sir. Voice of Reason. Yes. I left Ocean Beach. I went to Harkness. And on the way, it reminded me that Monday night, Ocean Beach, from 5 o'clock on, there's no charge to get in there. There's a car show, and usually some of your people from WNLC are there spinning music. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought your listeners might be interested in that. And that's equal to about a $20 bill because that's what they charge to get in uh, for a car load down at Ocean Beach. And... Uh, the only exception is July 4th, which happens to be a Monday. There won't be any car show on Monday, the 4th of July. I love those car shows. We we hope that when we have our Dairy Queen get-together, some people bring their classic cars to go along with their getting their free ice cream and having fun with us. So we hope yeah, take that will pictures. take place. Take pictures and put that on your website. That would be great to see. Mm. So you're gonna bring a, you're going to come down, or Mr. Voice of Reason, you think? You know what? I had planned on doing it, but my high school reunion, oh goodness, the second, is at Ocean Beach on July fourteenth from eleven until three. Okay, well, you don't want to miss that for sure. No. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd mention that because it's you know if people are looking for something to do on a beautiful night, just put down Monday nights after five o'clock. They usually have a reduced 
tee to play golf on the miniature golf. They have rides for the kids uh, packaged uh, like $9 for the entire night. They can get into the, uh, the Olympic pool. Their course can go down on the beach itself. So it, it was worth you know calling you back to let your, your listeners know. So you're having a good day out there? Is it nice and warm? Yeah, I know it is nice and warm. I just put the sun on, the sunscreen on. Again, I walked at Ocean Beach. I went to Harkness, walked the track. I came home, had lunch, and now I'm down at the pool getting some sun. All right, my friend. Thanks for and checking li- in. And listening to the Stu Breyer show, by the way. Oh, I appreciate that. Don't get okay. too burnt. Okay, thanks. <laughs> See ya. Always a spoil sport that says don't get too burnt. Who's got suntan lotion on? I went to the Fenway Park. We went to Fenway Park yesterday. It was a very warm day, and I put Sunblock 50 on. Sunblock 50. And believe me, that works. I came home, and I was paler than when I went in. So maybe I put in a little too much. Yeah, there is a 50. I think they even have a 75, which is cement. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's sunny right now and 75 degrees. Get some vitamin D if you can. Pet owners, homeowners, gardeners, and animal lovers. Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry. With over 35 years in the business, Fleming's has the products and expertise you need to make your yard the best it's ever been. Bagged in bulk mulches and soils, Jonathan Green fertilizers, dozens of organic alternatives. Check out our expanded selection of plants at our Preston store and our massive garden center in Stonington with thousands of Connecticut-grown live goods arriving weekly. Shop for quality. Quality and convenience this spring at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids, yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. During these uncertain times, it's normal to feel overwhelmed, sad, anxious, and afraid. And it is okay to need to talk to a mental health professional. Everyone reacts differently to stressful situations. Taking good care of your physical health is an important part of wellness. But be sure to also pay attention to your mental health. Take deep breaths, stretch, or meditate to release anxiety. Get plenty of sleep. Try to eat healthy meals and stay hydrated. Exercise and get outdoors daily. Make time to unwind. To learn more about mental health issues and treatment options, visit genhealth.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by Generation Family Health Center. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good afternoon, Stu. Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> sir Larry. Listen, I, I, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi. You know that. I but, gathered uh, that, yes. I, I don't agree with this uh, This uh, uh, bishop or whatever out in San Francisco denying her communion in mm-hmm. the Catholic Church. I, 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 I don't think he's the one that should judge uh, her. He's not in a position for judgment. There's only one person for that. And uh, I, I go to St. Patrick's, and I'm going to tell you right now, I see probably at least 50 people 
in that church, and uh, I, I know they're Democrats, and I know that they uh, uh, believe in abortions, and they all run right up and get communion. So you can't give communion to, to people to, to because just because you don't know them and you don't know what their beliefs are, and then just because one person is famous and you know what her belief is, you're not going to give her communion. You can't do that. I agree with you. I mean, she could probably just go to another church then. No, she doesn't have to go to another church. Just go, go to, just give her communion if she wants it. No, he doesn't want to give her communion. What are you going to well, do? Listen, this is what I mean about the Catholic Church. You know, I go to, I go there, but there's, there's problems in the Catholic Church, and this is one of them. That this should not be decided by him. The Pope should step in and straighten this uh, out mm-hmm. before it goes uh, any further. This guy is, he, he's, he preaches the, the, the gospel of, of, of the Bible to, to the people, and he tries to tell us what, what's right and what's wrong. He, he doesn't, I don't think he should have the right to say that because you believe in this, you, uh, you're not going to get communion here anymore. I, I don't think that, that that's his position to do that. I could be wrong, but I think in any religion, people go by some of the rules and not by the others. Um, and they just make up their mind which one they want to do. And So I understand. I mean, I'm not a oh, fan yeah. of Nancy. I disagree but... with this one, though. This role, I, I don't. I hope it's reversed, and um, I, I don't. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's the right thing to do. There's many other people that think just the way she does, okay? And they're running right up to the communion line in, in Catholic churches all over this country getting communion, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So yeah. if that's the case, she, then she shouldn't get denied by one one uh, one parish where she goes to. They should have it. In other words, if you're going to do this, the Pope should come out and say this all all over the place. Every Catholic church from now on, you should not receive communion if you believe in abortion, right? I understand. Of course, if, if Joe Biden, he, I don't, I think he goes to church. Nobody says anything about that, so I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, uh, so well, we'll see what happens. But anyways, I, I'm, I'm not, in, I'm not in favor of that. What happened? So. Well, I'm sure on behalf of Nancy, she, she thanks you for your support. Uh, I don't think so. Not the way I think about her. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. See you later. Alligator. You know when I get riled up listening to those stories about bullying, I just... Bullies are such cowards. They pick on people who have handicaps and uh, smaller or bigger or this or that. And they need to be addressed. It really needs to be addressed. And tell your kids, your grandkids when they go to school, if something's not right... Tell us about it. We'll have a private conversation with the teachers. You've got to do that. You've got to do that. Kids should not go to camp or school and have to worry about uh, getting hurt or harassed. And I think we've improved a lot with the group called the Bully Busters. I think it's improved. So, once again, let somebody know about it. Get so riled up about that because, you know, kids can be so tough. And sometimes they never outgrow it and they become adult bullies. Other times they they have a lot of remorse the way they treated other kids. I've heard stories where sometimes people get emails or phone calls and say, I apologize for how I acted to you back then. 
So don't get into that situation where you have that remorse. Don't do it to begin with. Okay? It's nice to have remorse, though, sometime. Hey, you know what's coming up this weekend, uh, ladies and gentlemen? The Polish Festival. 2 in the afternoon till 6 p.m., the third annual Polish Festival, downtown Norwich. Polish music, dancing, pierogies, potato pancakes, glumpki, traditional Polish dancing, polka food, vendors, children activities, and more in downtown Norwich. Get some of those delicious delicacies and other mouth-watering goodies while enjoying the cultural music and the fun of the Polish community. If you'd like to be a volunteer, they can always uh, use volunteers, of course. Call or text them at 860-304-8505 or email info at globalcitynorwich.com. Don't miss out on the Polish Festival. And God willing, we'll have a uh, Taste of Italy and a Grecian Festival later on in September. You know, the last couple of years, because of you-know-what, we've uh, had to deal with that COVID stuff. Hope that's over. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Know someone who's being bullied online? Send the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more about the witness emoji at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Yeah, see what we're talking about the bullying? Yeah, listen to that. Right, a lot of people looking out for you. Stu Bryan with the WICH. Always like to throw in a little comedy routine. We haven't played this in a very long time, and maybe you've never heard it. If you have heard it, I'm sure you'll want to hear it again. This is Bill Dana, who had a character called Jose Jimenez. And this was so popular many years ago, called The Astronauts. So here is Bill Dana. A new uh, policy uh, here at the Hungry Eyes to bring you people who are in the news currently. And the gentleman you're about to meet could possibly be the most important man in any of our lives. He's the United States Air Force officer who has been chosen to be the first man sent into outer space. I'm referring to the chief astronaut with the United States Interplanetary Expeditionary Force. And here he is now. How do you do, sir? May we have your name? My name? I'll say Mana. You're the chief astronaut with the United States Interplanetary Expeditionary Force? I am the chief astronaut. <laughs> with the United States Interplanetary. <laughs> My name is Sahimana. Mr. Jimenez, could you tell us a little about your spacesuit? Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> 
How much How much did the spacesuit cost? That spacesuit costs $18,000. $18,000? Yeah. That seems rather expensive. Well, it has two pair of pants. <laughs> so that's only $9,000. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing uh, this, Mr. Jimenez. What is this called? A crash helmet? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> What are the physical qualities that they look for in an astronaut? The physical quality they look for in the astronaut. <laughs> you got to have the perfect hearing. You got to have the perfect vision. You got to have the normal blood pressure. You got to have four legs. <laughs> you have to have four legs? Yeah, they were going to send a dog, but they thought that would be too cruel. <laughs> Mr. Jimenez, you must have some opinions on the race for space. All right, I will. <laughs> I got one. Good. What do you think of Vanguard 1 and Jupiter 2? That was a pretty close game. <laughs> I thought for sure the Vanguard was going to take it. It was know. close, yes. What I... you were reading the papers about. I know. Now, tell me, Jose. I'll tell you, Jose. <laughs> tell me. Yes, I'll tell you. You just ask me and I tell you. All right. <laughs> Were you a participant at any of the rocket launchings at Cape Canaveral? I was a participant <laughs> at any of the rocket launchings at Cape Canaveral. I was there... When they opened the door into the nose cone, they took their mouth, and they put their mouth inside the nose cone. Then they closed the door on their little mouth. I don't want to talk about it. Please, Mr. Mendes, please. Please, let's uh, try to continue here. Uh... I want to ask you, what is the most important thing in rocket travel? To me, the most important thing in the rocket travel is the blast-off. The blast-off. I always take a blast before I take off. (laughs) Otherwise, I wouldn't get in that thing. Well, after that, what is the procedure in taking off? The procedure after that in taking off... You got to put on the step-top hydraulic double dynamo reversible booster. You got to activate the decompression activator. And you got to put on the anti-magnetic gaussing system. And then you're really up there. No, that opens the door. (laughs) And lets out that little mouth. Let's talk about the rockets themselves. Well, I I had trouble once with one of the rockets. At Cape Canaveral? No, at the Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> There's something about separate maintenance. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's uh, change the subject. Okay, if you know how. Let's talk about the actual rocket trip. Okay. 
By the way, do you know it's costing the government seven billion dollars to send you on this trip into outer space? That's not my fault. <laughs> I told them I was willing to go tourist. <laughs> and they said it's such a long trip. Go first class, and that's what adds up. Okay. Do you think the uh, baggage, you know? Do you think there will be uh, life on Mars? Maybe if I land on a Saturday night, <laughs> something might be happening. Otherwise, I'm going to bring a book. That's something I uh, wanted to ask you about, uh, Mr. Jimenez. Of course, it's a very long trip into outer space. Yes, it's a long trip. Uh, and I just wonder what you'll do to uh, do to entertain yourself during those long. Lonely, solitary hours when you're all by yourself. Well, I plan to cry a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I would imagine that food is a major problem on a trip into outer space. I would imagine that food is a major problem. <laughs> On a trip in outer space. And it is, you know. They only allowed you to have the ten ounces of food. Only ten ounces of food? That's right. Well, how will you manage? I'll eat out. <laughs> After you've uh, been into outer space, uh, Mr. Menace, and you return to Earth, yes. where will you be landing? I am going to be landing in Nevada. In the state of Nevada. In the state of Nevada. Then you're convinced that they'll get you back to Earth. I am convinced that they will get me back to Earth. Good. Just how far into it? <laughs> That's what I'm not convinced about. Well, surely they've made some provisions to break your fall. To break my fall? Yes. Sure, Nevada. <laughs> well, Mr. Jimenez, I think you're certainly to be congratulated for this very, very dangerous undertaking. Well, don't say undertaking. <laughs> um, mission. This very dangerous mission. That's a better choice of words. And before you go... Don't I even just... say go. <laughs> Before that, I just wonder if there are a few words that you'd like to say to the people of the United States. Yeah, there are a few words that I'd like oh, to say. Please go ahead. People of the United States. People of the United States, America. Please don't let them do this to me. It was one of the popular uh, comedy routines back in the 60s. I think it was four we, before we landed on the moon, yeah. It was a long time ago with Bill Dana, who used to appear on the Steve Allen show as one of his characters, Jose Jimenez. Very funny man, and he came out with that routine, The Astronauts. And everybody was talking about it because it was such a uh, funny, funny bit. Even today, you get a few laughs out of it. At least we hope you did. So we'll leave you with a good day with nice weather as the sunshine will continue today and temperatures in the 70s. Tonight we'll be in the uh, 50s and more of the same kind of weather tomorrow. So enjoy it. Don't forget to check us out online at WICH.com. WICH.com. And also if you would like to email me about anything in particular, 
you can, you know, suggest a guest, or you can send in a question that you would like me to ask Congressman Courtney when he's on our program this Wednesday at 11 o'clock. He'll be my guest here in the studio to take phone calls from you. It's been a long time since Joe has been on, so we're looking forward to that. That's going to be on Wednesday. Please be kind to each other, everybody. The kids are here. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. 1310 WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233 DB in